Hey everybody, this is a disclaimer for what you're about to listen to in episode 97. Uh, within the early going of the episode, we had stated that the feature topic was going to be our most anticipated releases for the winter season as far as 2015 and video game releases are concerned. However, as you may have already noticed, we've fucking been really busy and uh, haven't really released uh, any episodes within the last month. There go. Uh, we had a bit of catching up to do and man, did we play a lot of games we had a lot of stuff to talk about and considering all the content that we had to talk about we just decided that this would be more or less of a uh, catch-up episode where we just talk about what's in your console and just keep up uh just keep refreshed if you will so uh just to let you know that we won't be talking about that in this episode just a lot of video games uh then going forward we'll be able to return back to our traditional format so without further ado, let me go ahead and get the episode going. Thanks again, and please expect more episodes more on a, on a regular scheduled basis. Well, I mean, we don't have a regular schedule, but they'll definitely be coming out more frequently. So without further ado, fucking bear your ear holes and shit. about fucking mcdonald's um has anybody seen the gross 9.99 like i don't give a fuck about the well-being of my family dinner uh oh yeah the box what yeah so mcdonald's is coming out tell me it's called the mcbox is the mcbox it might as well be what's in the mcbox it's called called we give up that's that's, that's (laughs) when you have to get dinner but you just don't care the we give up box (laughs) yeah you know the the worst part about that reference this there is whatever they serve in the processed meat of whatever mcdonald's like fucking outlandishly tries to uh, attempt and call food i bet wouldn't be too far off from like the deceased body parts and head of uh brad pitt's wife and you know that's what i was going for so well, nope. I mean, didn't go over your head. Good. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know the. <laughs> I mean, I've I've heard of cabeza uh, being served at taco truck, but like that that's a that's taking it to a uh, a whole oh, different degree, a whole other level. Yeah. Plus, uh, I don't know. I, I, I <sighs> McDonald's. You know, here's the thing about McDonald's too. When they're the like the largest publisher of cow eyeballs within like the world, you just uh, it's publisher. Like, no, no, <laughs> like they, they, purveyor. You mean right? Purveyor? Oh, purveyor. Like 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 their PR teams out there, like giving us like buzzwords. <laughs> Did I say publisher? Yeah, a, I meant purchaser. Yeah, yeah, oh, man. That, that, was, that, was a, that was a weird slip. That was a weird video game related slip. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, like I... fucking Freudian slip there. Yeah, Freudian. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when they're the largest like purchaser of cow eyeballs within the world, uh, and they keep that that shit's not like not even on the DL, it's like on the EL, like even lower. Like <laughs> you know, it's how Ronald it's how Ronald sustains life. He uh he he consumes them for nutrients. I it's he's got like a good sense of vitreous it, humor. It, it, it's kind of like that Christopher Reeves thing in South Park, but instead of like 
you know, babies. It's uh, <laughs> it's, it's cow eyeballs consumes them. It's really well, gross. I, can we can we move on? Yeah, I, <laughs> we're I recording mean, the opening, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, we are. I, I figured as much. I figured. <laughs> I'm um, not surprised. <laughs> well, no, man. But yeah, that dinner box. Oh, we're talking about fucked up shit. We're recording the opening. I, I mean, we've. I, I think we've had like pretty kosher uh, cold intros before that have been fine. I mean, it's not. It's normally doesn't always have to fucking like steer right into gross territory. Mm. I, mean, often does. Uh, I mean, there's often... no one H Humbra, but no. No, no, which, man, I cannot, I just can't deal. Between that and the Dead or Alive fucking uh, Halloween costume DLC, it's just, it's just fucking outrageous. Like, I, dude, I, I, I feel like, here's the thing that, like, throws me off. All right, so I know Peggy is, like, a, a European rating system. And then we have the U.S. and Canada, I would assume, has, like, the ESRB. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what the fuck does Japan have? I think it's Cero. Cero, yeah. Yeah, and... It's rated Z, isn't it? No, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, so I don't even know how many ratings they have, but, like, the lines just get blurred more and more between what's acceptable there and, and what isn't. Like I've got a lot of shmups from Japan, and most of them are ra- rated zero A or C. No wait, A or B. I, didn't know it went I think there's Z. There's one. There's one for C. I think that I've got, and I forget which one it is. But uh, yeah, Z is wow. That, that's that's some the adult rating equivalent. And you, in- you would... interesting stuff. Yeah. Is Sexy Beach even rated that? I want to say it kind of is. I think. Like that's almost like I don't know. It 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 just it boggles my mind with like some of the shit that just like comes there and and the fact that like when you find out like news like ah oh, we we didn't even get all the fucking content or what have you. I don't know, man. The internet gets scarier and scarier. Apparently, Drake Drake is, <laughs> is currently battling between like. Him and John Cena are having like an internet match for who gets the shittiest meme of the year, and like, and you know, I gotta give it to Drake, man. He came in swinging near the fucking late half of 2015, but he's like literally swinging. Up. Like, what the heck is that? I don't even get it. What is he doing? I think he purposely did that. I don't think that's a unintentional thing. I think that was purposely done so it could become a meme. Like, you don't. I don't, I don't even dance like that. I'm a terrible dancer. Like. It just it doesn't make any sense. I, I feel like that was done just so people could get their well, hands on it on the internet, like in like this sort of like he's in a bow green screen room. So it's, it's in like, like a it's a parallelogram room. It's weird. Yeah, it, it makes it so. I, I'm I'm with Andrew on this one. It's a little too easy, and it's been a little too frequent to be a coincidence. How many fucking gifs have already come out of that god, god music? Video? God, you okay? We're done. No, fuck was that again? dude. It's a <laughs> no. I'm, 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 I'm quitting. Hey. <laughs> Remove me from this call. <clears throat> you fucking call me Gorge. So help me, I will push you down the stairs. <laughs> All right. Well, now I am. Shit. He shouldn't have gave me that softball, bitch. Bro. <laughs> it's a soft J. All right. Uh, or no, soft it's definitely G, I would hard. Say. It's Sorry. definitely a hard, a hard G. Alyssa, it is, come on. It is a gift. I need yeah, Alyssa, we need, we need, we, we need, we yeah. need. I don't, I don't know right. if I want, it, it's gift. 
Oh, oh fun. what now? It's fucking gift, dog. Wait yeah. a minute. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're saying. Yeah, that's what we're, saying. I got what we're trying to say. Confused there. No, it's shit. We almost converted you. We almost converted you there for a minute. Oh uh, man, sorry. We did, we did I, for a second. It almost got, worked. Got hard. I'll take it. Duck. I could have sworn I heard her say GIF, and then I was just like, oh wait a minute, GIF. No. Anyway, <laughs> fuck it. I don't give a shit. Point is, they're all stupid, and uh, I, it's it's between John Cena and Shia LaBeouf at this point. <laughs> Get that, get that nice triple threat in there. But I think Shia LaBeouf's already died off. I think the only comeback he is making at this point, what like the the just do it thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only the only comeback that 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 whole thing is seen is like some shitty Facebook ad for an ugly Christmas sweater, and and that's pretty low. That's like really low on the totem pole of uh, relevance within internet pop culture. So I would probably buy like a John Cena Christmas sweater though. Like I could see myself rocking that. You know, mm. you'd press a button bad, like bad. somewhere on it, it lights up with this theme song. Yeah, we found mm. out at my local bar that's actually on the jukebox, so now we play that every time. <laughs> we oh my god, that's the best thing! You can key it up on your smartphone, Holy like shit, as you walk in, too. It's yes. fantastic. Uh, that's probably the best thing I think I've ever heard. Now I want to get a jukebox <laughs> just so I can do that to people. Mm. <laughs> oh, god, damn, you know, that's amazing. I love that bar. <laughs> I can't remember what ironic song actually hit our jukebox too, because like all all jukeboxes are essentially connected now, and and you can uh, any asshole if they if they put enough money into it can download just about anything. And I can't remember, I don't remember like which ironic song was downloaded. I want to say it's like an old like fucking old nineties. Um. Oh, it's back that ass up. That's what it is. I don't remember. Oh, juvenile, juvenile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, dude. So it's not a bad song. No, it's not. Well, it, you'll definitely date yourself with all the fucking millennials that are in the goddamn. Yeah, uh, true. So, but anyway, yeah. Speaking of uh, you know, cold opens and whatnot. This is Press Pause Radio. <laughs> yeah, we kind of we kind of just went off. Uh, Mm-hmm. Went off a little tangent, and then, I, believe me, folks, my head's in the game, but it's it's definitely been one of those goddamn weeks, to say the least. But yeah, we're just going to talk about what we've been playing, which, spoiler is a lot. We've been playing a lot. And afterwards, uh, our feature topic is just essentially what we're excited to play and uh, see this holiday, because there's still a lot of stuff dropping. And even then, there's stuff that's dropped like this month that we have to get to and and review. So without further ado, let's fucking keep the show rolling. Andrew. Yes, hi. Man, it has been hectic, and I miss you a lot. Aw, you stopped that. 
So. I know it's I, I feel like once the weather gets colder, I get I get I don't know, I, I get busier. I get a little more like I just don't have the energy to do much else, but just kind of get through the normal day to day stuff, which is kind of a bummer because there's so much that you can do right now. There's so much to play and and, and to kind of catch up on. Fucking Star Wars is coming out this year. Like, like, like how are you preparing? Like, <laughs> like, I think everyone should have a daily checklist of how they're preparing for the for the movie to come out. I and it's so funny because I feel like I've just been buried in like my own overwhelming nonsense to the point where I fucking feel like a real life Sarlacc that's just like dwelling within his mm. cave. I dude, I can't even. It's a pretty good comparison, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say that uh, within the uh, degree of bulldog eating mayonnaise, that Sarlacc isn't too far behind mm. afterwards. So mm, I still don't like that term. It's pretty gross. Every time I see a it is. Thank you. it's the first thing that comes to mind. I'm like, I oh, know. He's God. fucking fucking inceptioned that into our minds now. <laughs> yeah. I've never Damn I've it. never heard that before and now I just have like whatever sound that would be making is like looping. Yeah, in my yeah head right exactly. Uh, yeah, no see? matter what. Yeah. Just imagining it like visually That's what happens. audibly. Which is slurp. Oh god. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's it's supposed to like yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt just kicked that fucking shit into your mind, and it's, it's just it, 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 yeah, it's it, it's chunky but it's gooey at the same time. I don't know how. Uh, yeah, <laughs> not great. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. it, I mean that's Miracle Whip. If I really wanted to get gross, but I'm not going to. It's all gross. Ah, uh, you know what? I, actual Hellman's. You know that that's got the, like the chunky texture to it a little bit. Oh, we got to stop. Yeah, man. stop that's it. what I'm oh. trying to say. Like <laughs> Miracle know, Whip is Miracle Whip is passable. Our, dude, our winter is no-go. weird here in the West Coast. I I almost I think we're gonna miss it. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna happen. Um, and I'm I'm okay with that. But I'm I don't know. We're basically getting hot rain. Like it's fucking 83 degrees right now. I hate you so much. It snowed Damn. today. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't even snowed over here in Canada. Uh... Oh, today was the first. It was like haily, gross ice snow. And, ugh, no. are, you, are you like East Coast, East Coast? I'm South Dakota. I'm middle of the middle. Oh, South Dakota. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so it's, was, like, I think it was like, country, at least over here, it was like 58 degrees. At least. God, it's so yeah. weird. We, we, we just had weird tropical storms. I don't know. <laughs> Strange. We're in Ohio. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that happens, but... <laughs> Hey, speaking of tropical storms, did you hear about that one that hit like Mexico? It was the strongest one ever on record. Wait, 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 Sarah, you fucked that up. Come on, say say Mexico one more time, the right way. Mexico, Mexico. No, is that right? No, like like we're gonna go there and fight T Hawk. Mexico, Mexico. There we go. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. I can do better Uh, than that though. Hold on a second. Just give me a second. Oh jeez. Yeah, there is this weird storm. That kind of hit there. It's it's weird. It's like baby Mexico. Haiti. Mexico. Nice. That's go. not bad. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was very that eight was bit. Great. <laughs> or sixteen bit. That was very sixteen bit. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. Uh. It's ridiculous story. It's the strongest one ever recorded in in human history, allegedly. And what's weird is like I, like I I see the hashtag like oh, pray for Mexico, but like, man, that that just like came and went. Like, I think mm-hmm. fucking Back to the Future Day had more of an impact than, like, that hashtag. And, That's like, sad. well, you know what it was, right? Yeah. No one died. Yeah, no one died. Yeah. Was... <laughs> <laughs> so, like, death toll zero, strongest storm ever recorded. Oh, no one died. No one cares. 
It's because no, uh, Mexico's like, got their shit together. Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> they probably just looked at it and they're like, oh, shit. Um, all right. <laughs> just kind of casually just walked inside. Like, all right, we're good. Didn't lose <laughs> their mind like a bunch of fucking idiots. Like, Maybe up the this storm way. got killed by the drug cartel like everything else. Oh, oh. shit. Rough. Yeah. I was trying to pay them a compliment, and you just went and just started just, <laughs> just sweeping them under the rug again. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Hush. All right, so uh, on this cast with us, of course, is Andrew. I just I just had to bring it out there, not to play favorites, but I miss Andrew. Andrew has been especially busy, uh, yes. busier than all of us, and he's been he's been a crack at it. He's a crack shot at it, crack shoot. I would say I'm a crack addict. I'm like, I, I'd get <laughs> shit done. I would be fucking doing everything if I was a crack addict. I meant uh, crack at it, you know, like Oxford comma at it. Uh, got it. Yeah. Um, lead into some sort of facetious uh, or sarcastic tone uh, there afterwards. Plus, although, although crack might be a good idea. Like I've been struggling to get stuff done. I got a lot of to dos on my list. Maybe that's why I've been missing some crack. Well, you know, and much like everything else, I I guess it'll be missing its aspartame. Everything that's that's another new kick lately. It's like that's the new gluten. Is everything's aspartame free now, which is good. Um, I I don't know though. I never understood. I never understood the whole gluten thing because gluten is kind of good for you unless you're intolerant to it. Dude, I I just eat what I eat, and I've been feeling better for it. That that's that's essentially like my whole ordeal and i'm not gonna rub my diet and i don't know i've been definitely thinking about changing it up i've and i've mentioned this before i'm just still uh trying to weigh out the options because um i'm gonna go ahead and make a confession in front of all y'all right now i think what it was is i just went really hard at it but i i ate meat recently um how recently i want to say that we've had this conversation before no no um Maybe I don't know. See, I promise you guys, I'm all here. But uh, <laughs> fucking, I I recently went to the taco truck after uh, a celebration of sorts, and was essentially like, I finally gave in. I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna spoil myself, and I went went all out for that fucking taco truck burrito, but went for a usual that I haven't eaten since I was like fucking 19. I don't know what came over me. It's it's this is like the fucking taco trucks like version of the mississippi river like you gotta be fucking down uh for this shit but uh i went and got like a burrito supreme with uh chicken and beef uh supreme and everything so that sounds awesome yeah it is awesome but when you haven't had meat for almost 24 months it is it it, it, you'd basically turn your own butthole into like a soft (laughs) serve (laughs) (laughs) it is the worst um, yeah, man. And it, it also confirms something that, yeah, I'm just, you know, I think I've just given up meat too long because everything just smelled dead and gross. It didn't, it didn't feel good the way it, I remembered it feeling. So it's, I don't think I have any desire, like no, no lingering temptation to ever go back to that life again. That meat life ain't, ain't my life. It ain't me. Mm-hmm. Ain't about the life. Yeah. That ain't my, that ain't my shit. But anyway, so uh, of course, we also have Sarah. We also have Alyssa, who has not been on a whole lot as recent. And uh... <laughs> I was on. Well, no, I I was on once a couple months ago, I think. Right? Yes. That's Maybe. actually pretty regular for our scheduling. So oh, yeah, that's, okay, not, that's, cool. not, that's not that's not off at all. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, we used to be like really biweekly, uh, but 2015 has been the year that has fucked 
which is why we hope to finish it off for pretend it never happened and just move on to 2016. Sure. <laughs> hmm. uh, but no, a lot of you know, that's kind of what we said about 2014, though, wasn't it? Yeah, but we were busier in 2014. Ah, uh, you're right. Well, no, 2014 was 2014 a shit year. Mm. I want to say 2012 is my shit year. When you're 2012 doing everything, was a garbage year. Yeah. Yeah, that's when you did every single thing that year. Like you did, like I think that was E3 for you, wasn't it? Yeah. No, no, no. Our, our yeah, GDF and then uh, that was last year, dude. Oh, GDF and PAX at the same time, or GDC? Sorry. Yeah, I did everything all at the mm. same time. Yeah. No, 2012, like even the fucking Aztecs, like fucked that year up. So like everything just fucked up that year. All right. But so anyway. what you should what you should do? All right, just from experience. Okay. If you want to take a break, have a baby. That way, that way, your boss, your your boss at the website will let you have two years off without going to anything. It's awesome. That's a, you know, that sounds oddly familiar, but no, based on not at all. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, based on past experience, though, I'm I'm going to assume you haven't led me wrong before. So I think it'll work. I think it'll work just fine. There should be no there should be no circumstantial things happening afterwards at all. I think you'll be totally fine. I just recovered my cat who I've owned for like 10 years. I'm did I'm just yeah, dude, like like I'm a bad fur dad. Like I don't know. Oh no, it's not your fault, man. It's not you. It's 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 the cat. <laughs> I don't know that cat very well, but I'm just saying it's all the cat's fault. He's yeah, I don't I don't even know how he got out cuz normally like he he looked like he looks at the outside world like the way fucking Anne Frank looks outside of her attic. Like it just, she does, he doesn't want any of that, but I don't know something, something probably looked like fucking Narnia to him one morning. And then he learned his lesson. Cause and he, he said, he said, I want to go to there. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. All right. So anyway, we, we've got introduced, uh, poor Alyssa. We cut her off, but how, Hey, so how is your winter Alyssa? Other than the fact that, Oh like, God, that's, that's brutal, winter. man. Calling it her winter. That's sad. Oh, I mean, it's good. It's good. I guess. I don't know. It's freaking cold out, but our heat's finally turned on. So not the end of the world anymore. There you go. I don't know. I'm a, I graduate college in December. So my entire life has just been like panicking to make sure I don't fail my one last class right now. Oof. Yeah. I didn't realize it was like late October until like yesterday. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing great. <laughs> yeah. Other than that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the yeah. one thing I would say about 2015. It's just sort of fucking come and gone. Yeah. Which is weird. Like, like the days feel long, but the months feel short. Which I I, I know that makes no sense, but it, it's really like that's the feeling I'm I'm coming away with. But anyway, I digress. Let's let's get the fucking show going. We've got some news to talk about. Lots of catch up. We like like some cats up. Like fucking some some meaty red fucking tomato pasta sauce. Definitely tons of games to talk about and what's in your console. Um, as far as select feedback, uh, a lot of you guys have sent Super Mario Maker levels for the Twitch streams, which uh, we do still have banked up and will be uh, definitely broadcasted uh, later this week. Not to date ourselves too much, but Super Mario Maker Week 2 will commence. Um, also, we will be participating in Extra Life again this year. I don't know what game to do though so that's still up for debate but i still have time there's still two weeks so i kind of 
Is that I a 24 wanna, hour stream? Yeah, I kind of want to choose nice. something that's not mentally taxing because so far, every time I've just I've come so close and yet yeah, not at all to beating the game. But we but we make the money for the kids, so that that's all oh, that matters. Did, didn't you do Final Fantasy last year? Final Fantasy three. Yeah, mm. and I was I was pooped from a butt at I it. I know. I mean, maybe we'll talk about this a little bit later. But do you have to do just one game, or can you do like a bunch of games? So we can do a bunch of games mm. as long as we just play games for like uh, twenty four so, like, hours. Is is Steel Battalion out? Mm. I am not going to do Steel Battalion for twenty four uh, hours. Yeah, <laughs> fucking higher than a kite. Nope. I don't know. Maybe maybe just get some get some feedback. See if anyone has any suggestions. They'll probably give you some really horrible stuff to play, but you know, might be worth yeah. a shot. Robot yeah. Alchemic Drive. You're just making that up. I am not making that up. That's this a is thing. an actual just, game. You went to a Google Word generator and I that's did not, what came out. I have this. It's an Enix game. It came out in like 2002 for the PlayStation 2. It has some of the worst voice acting of all time, but it's a super fun game. Uh, Well, I mean, I can get behind. It. I I think there's only the only for short. Do you know what it's called for short? You have to play it after you hear this. Oh it's God, Rad for short. Yeah, Team Rad. I Rad. think that yeah. All right, that'll be up for consideration. Or or we could just or not. <laughs> yeah, or we could just you know stream Mace Griffin Bounty Hunter for twenty four hours and then put a fucking gun in our mouth. I I don't know. Oh, you know what you need to get. It might get expensive, but you've got to get uh, Metal Wolf Chaos. I've been wanting that game, uh, and I would I would love to do that. It'd be just in time for the election, so there's that. Jesse, <laughs> go up against the fight house. Yeah, which speaking of which, I guess Sarah, you elected you guys elected your own version of Barack Obama, except he's we he's really kind of kind of yeah. <laughs> He's really. Uh, he's, we finally got someone who like knows what they're doing. He's done like more in the last week than our previous prime minister has done in ten years, which is good. Whoa, wait, hold on. That's how long your fucking like your super king is a, a, a <laughs> yeah. super king. That's a good way to put it. Actually, your emperor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, your yeah. Fucking, ten years. We, we your take us to your leader guy. Years. Yeah. Ten years. Jesus ten years. Christ. So it's so it's I'm so glad we got him out. Oh my god! Well, good to know, man. We'll we'll definitely celebrate yes. with some, congrats, with some good old, good old fashioned uh, American politics uh, in yeah. some dumb game with creatures and whatnot. I don't know. I lo I love foreign, definitely like foreign impressions of like uh, American presidents are always rad in video games. They just are. <laughs> Whether like I swear they're they're just fucking ridiculous. They're they're somehow made. They're 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 half gun and half beef in some way. It's great. It kind of it kind of makes me like really like sad that the real thing doesn't fucking live up to the like the fictionalized uh, interpretation of of said a leader. But anyway, fucking uh, moving forward. Yeah, so definitely got some news bits, some some angry news bits. Which of course, I mean. No one's a stranger to as far as video games are concerned, but uh, figured we'd uh, you know chop it up, uh, talk about that, and then yeah, we're essentially going to talk about our most anticipated releases for the holiday. There's quite a few, and there's a lot that have already it's already dropped like within the last two months. I feel like this is it just me, or is this holiday like just fucking jam packed, or it just got an early start? Um. Well, I feel like 
the summer used to be the, the, the drought period where nothing came out, but we had some decent stuff hit the summer. And I think it's, it feels like there's never been like a, an off period. There's never been like a three month period where you can catch up with stuff. So everything just kind of steamrolls into the next one. And, uh, I know this year in particular, I think it's gotten so jam packed in October and November that they've had to push stuff back to next year. Not so much because it needed it development wise, just because they wanted to kind of stay out of the way of other titles. Um, and there's like stuff coming out December 1st, which like, I think everyone forgot that just cause three is coming out this year just because of <laughs> everything else. And, and that's gotta be probably a game of the year contender just because of all the shit you can do. But everyone forgot about it because everything else is coming out like this month and in, and in November. So it's, it, 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 well, especially this Nintendo. year. I think Nintendo got all their shit out of the way, though. For the most part. Well, and then they pushed back Star Fox to next year as well. Um, I think this year it's it's different because the Which, releases... Which, by the way, did anyone else hear that Star Fox is being developed by Platinum? It's uh, it's co- Is it co-developed by Platinum or is it like straight up a Platinum project? I think it's a Platinum project. Mm. I, I thought like Namco Bandai was still doing... Yeah. No, no, they no, dropped I, I, it. I they that. dropped that even before Assault. Huh. Yeah. Assault wasn't actually done by uh, Namco Bandai. Uh, they had a project, but it was canceled. It was outright canceled. Oh, okay. Mm. I thought they worked yeah. on Assault. No, no. Oh, no. Mm. Assault's the one that everybody like, still like, shakes yeah, I know. their fucking no, fist the, uh, the project that was originally being worked on, it was being done by Project Aces, and they're the guys behind like Ace Combat. So can you imagine if it would have been like Ace Combat? That would have been great. That actually wouldn't have been half bad. I could see that. But I don't know. I feel this year the releases, the reason why it's so jam-packed is it's coinciding with a hardware. It's a big push for hardware this holiday. You know, for the early, for the people that haven't adopted to the current gen, this is the year where they'll do it. The price drops, the exclusive games, like it's going to be a big push for the hardware this holiday. Yeah, and so Price I think drops. All, yeah, and price all the games are trying if, to line uh, up with that, too. Price drops only if you're in the United States, though. Up here, the PlayStation 4 is thought, still 430 bucks. Oh, shit. You guys didn't get the price drop? I thought you did. We got a $20 price drop, so what do <laughs> you fucking do, right? Like, <laughs> Well, I mean, bro, it, you need it, to get it, is the Canadian dollar still stronger? I mean, it, No, yeah, the Canadian no. dollar has been fucking garbage for the last year and a half. Yikes. Oh. Due mostly in part to the uh, to our ex-overlord. The, yeah, yeah the, pre- say, yeah, the previous stuff. Get Canadian Obama on that shit. That should be mm-hmm. his first order of business. We got to reduce the PlayStation Four, you guys. How do we? How do <laughs> he we? Get... See, he seems like the kind of dude that could probably do that. <laughs> like, yeah, bro, yeah, smooth that over, bro. Yeah. We got to get this thing like knocked down. <laughs> Try, I'm trying to do some Christmas shopping here. Yeah, I don't think you realize, but I'm new here, and there's like <laughs> <laughs> this will just, not stand. Like, I just want him to like take off his sunglasses and just start talking like some entitled like internet celebrity. I'm like, uh, uh, um, excuse me. I'm sorry. I don't think you know who I am. Uh, like I mean, a, like a semi successful vine star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Yeah. I'm the guy who shot his grandma with a Nerf gun. Yeah. Uh, maybe you can get on that. Thanks. I'll be hanging out here in my political office. I don't even see. I, Sarah, I blame you. I feel like after all this time, I should know more about Canada, and I just don't. Really, really. I I, I do know that you guys are going to celebrate Thanksgiving in like a week. Early. I know. Bullshit. That's already been done. Oh, what? Fuck, really? Yeah, you guys already like had two, two weeks ago. It gets earlier. That's fuck bullshit. that. No, it gets earlier. <laughs> I know. It gets to like the end of October. <laughs> They're moving like... it up now. 
They just do whatever they feel like. Typically, it. yeah. Mm. You guys are just making it up as you go along. I just know it. So anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, wow. That's and again, we'll, we'll talk more about that when we get to top. But let's go ahead. Let's move on to the news. podcast is brought to you by audible.com get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash press pause radio and you can get access to over a hundred thousand titles to choose from for your iphone android kindle or mp3 player so how about overkill guys and payday 2 well okay so just being i don't know i would say i'm probably the guy on the show that actually plays the most payday i don't play a lot of it now but I was super, super invested in that game and in that company. Like, I've loved Payday since it came out on PS3 for the original one, Payday the Heist. Um, yeah, this was a... For, for for a development team that's so community-driven and does right by their community, I, I gotta imagine this wasn't an overkill thing. I think it was, like, maybe a Starbreeze thing or, or something from higher up. But, I mean, I, who knows where to point the finger or point the blame. But it's just... Th- I feel terrible about this because the community is a hundred percent correct on everything that's been said. Like it could have been handled so much better and in so many different ways other than how they ended up handling it. And they've just dug themselves into a deeper and deeper hole. It's uh, it's a really bad situation. And speaking as someone who has spent money on all their DLC content, um, I even contributed to their completely overkill pack, which they had said that if you had uh, given this money, it's almost like a it was like a crowds it was a crowdfunding thing like you paid twenty dollars to help with development of future content but in doing so you would get something really cool in game come the time of Crime Fest. Guess what they haven't delivered yet? The the thing I spent twenty dollars on for Crime Fest because Crime Fest is already concluded and they still haven't released that content. So I don't know what's happened. It just feels like the whole situation is kind of just snowballed into a worser situation than they probably would have ever intended it to be if they would have just handled it. Accordingly, when it first happened and the, and the big, you know, the big uh, controversy started, they might have been better off for it. But now they've just alienated pretty much their entire like hardcore community of players. Um, I think Five Hundred Five I mean, I mean, I mean, may have had yeah. more to do with Five Hundred Five as a publisher. Yeah, but Five Hundred Five publishes them on consoles. They don't. They don't take care of the PC side of it. Um, 505 Games is, I think, only responsible for the console versions, which doesn't have any influence on this whatsoever. This is strictly just for the PC version of the game. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. The way I interpreted it from, like, the AMA, and, like, that's a thing, too. I think, had it been, I guess, executed in a, in a much more cordial way, especially with the sensitivity given to the community of players, because, uh-huh. think about it, this game is three years old, I want to say, yeah. right? Yep, yeah, and absolutely. like it, it sells for like at this point less than ten dollars. Mm-hmm. It, Usually, it's on sale for like five bucks any given time when they do like any kind of Steam sale. Yeah, yeah. I just I feel like given like those circumstances, like 
especially when they promise support for the game after so long. And I don't, I don't know of a whole lot of shooters that still have this kind of support mm-hmm. um, that aren't at least essentially incorporating some sort of microtransaction or free to play system. I mean, that's that's yeah. the only way Blacklight is still being played and Warframe and a lot of those other and, titles. And yeah, and I get the the uh, the microtransaction based business model, but the problem with this situation is the community had taken articles and interviews from about 2 years ago um, from developers at the time saying that microtransactions would never be part of the game. So, you know, Overkill basically went and, and this kind of stuff happens, you know, I mean, they say one thing and they come out later, a couple years later, and they say, well, you know, we've changed our mind. That's fine. You know, I mean, it's not great and they might piss off some people, but that does happen. It's business. You know, you have to try to have a, a, a money source coming in to fuel future development or keep current production going with the game that's been out for a while now. And they're not you know, looking to do a sequel, so they need to still be, you know, keeping a team on to do additional content. So I get that microtransactions was probably eventually a way to go. But the way they did it, where it was essentially a, um, it wasn't cosmetic only for the items that you got. It did enhance the gameplay. I think Overkill just saw it as since it's not a competitive shooter where you're not going against other people online, that having an edge competitively wouldn't be a big deal. But that community is always driven by, you know, how how friendly how fast competition. Ha- yeah, like like how well did I do in this like this particular heist? How well can I do on this harder difficulty? You know, it, it, it is it is a a very competitively driven game, although it's not being it's not a competitive multiplayer. It's still competitive based on how the community plays it. And to give them a little bit of an edge based on paid DLC content is what the main problem was. I don't think people would have had as big of an issue with it had it been just strictly cosmetic, which it probably should have been. Um, the, the big problem about it, the whole situation really blew up. I think when they did that AMA and it kind of reminded me of another thing that happened last year to me. Um, I remember we talked about it a little bit. Do you remember the game I bought called death cargo? Yes. Yeah, I do remember that whole. So, so that situation was bad because the game was sold and, uh, people would buy it and it had this really ridiculous, like streaming download. You didn't really actually own a game. You didn't even have like an actual executable that you downloaded. It was like a weird, like link that hosted it and you could play it that way. And so it was all handled like server side. Uh, yeah, kind of. And it was really like, it was really like just handled poorly and the codes didn't work and you couldn't like play the game and stuff was missing. Essentially the game wasn't finished. Like the game, I don't think even actually existed. They just had kept on saying that it did. And people were wrong. Like basically blaming people like you're wrong. You're lying. It works. You're trying to get a free copy. Stop it. We're going to ban you like handled it like very poorly. And then, you know, people like at Kotaku and other media outlets got involved and said, hey, this game doesn't actually exist, we don't think. That's why they're doing this. And then they blew up and said, well, they're trying to make it look bad on us, and they're trying to make it look like we don't, you know, we're, we're cheating it on money, and that's not true, and they're, they're assholes for doing that, and they're wrong. And that's kind of what happened in this AMA. Like, the Overkill uh, PR guy basically said, well, the media's trying to make PR it look dude. like... It was the lead dude. It was fucking... What, was it really? I thought it was that Simon guy. No, I want to say... Um, or was it Amir? Because Amir It was is, Amir uh, Listo. I thought he was PR. I didn't know he was an actual dev guy. Uh, no, I see that th- that's the thing that like led to like the the crazy nonsense. It wasn't like a PR person. It was an actual like somebody it was an actual dev. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, but that's what he did. He basically came out and said that, you know, the, the media is making it look like, you know, we're, we're, we're liars and we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. And it's their fault for this, you know, pointing the pointing the blame at someone else. I'm like, okay, you guys are definitely in the wrong now. Cause now you're just trying to find someone to blame. And, and I think that's just, it's the same situation that happened last year with death cargo. It's just, they need to find, you know, they're trying to not take the blame and they should, I think they should just come out and admit, Hey, we fucked up. We did wrong. Like, We'll try and make it right. But, yeah, we fucked up. And they won't admit it. They won't come out and just say, we fucked up. Yeah, it was and... Amir that, that hosted it. And, uh, he, yeah, dude, it got bad. And then, like, I like the fact that, like, the immediate response to that whole AMA, like, I would mm-hmm. say it uh, basically was hours afterwards was a parody site. Yeah, I heard about that. Mm-hmm. Fucking The Road from Greedfest. Uh... And and yeah, but dude, he I I I feel like the, some of the quotes, especially I mean they they look pretty bad, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, in, in a in a quote that's like delivered out of context, but even in context was just like yeah, like great. people in positions of power in media and elsewhere are making uninformed clickbait articles instead of doing some serious legwork to get the facts straight, uh. Dude, mm. but but they're, they're not even the, the facts are that you said you weren't going to do it and now you've done it and now people have called you out on your bullshit. Like the only response you should have if you want to save face is say, "Hey, we fucked up. We're sorry." Not try to spin it onto where it's not your fault. Like that's that's the mishandling there. Like I don't care that they sold stuff in game. I just won't buy it. Like if you if you're pissed off about a certain business model they have, you're pissed off by a certain thing they're trying to do in game, they just don't buy it. What I'm pissed about is they're trying to make it sound like they're not the bad guy and all this, and they are. And they just need to admit to it. Like, just fess up and say, hey, we fucked up. We're sorry. Like, I probably still won't buy a lot of your DLC unless I think it's worthwhile having. Like, I won't buy any of the paid microtransaction stuff. I just don't care. Like, I don't play the game enough to really have to get that stuff. But I feel like they're alienating the only group of people that actually cared enough about their game to make it that successful even now, years after its release. Yeah, like, I, you've, I don't you have to do right by your community. If you don't, if you lose that community, like, you're done. I'm sorry. That that's the only thing that game has left is the community, and if they lose that, there you don't have anything. Well, what's even worse is, as you mentioned, yeah, that that special pack that you had purchased prior to Crime Fest, mm-hmm. uh, no showed Crime Fest, but the microtransactions were there yeah. for Crime yeah. Fest. But, yeah, that that's another good point. Like I had invested money into that game months ago, and and had not. It's like kind of like a Kickstarter thing where I didn't receive, you know, what I was. It's not even a Kickstarter thing because they tell you up front if you Kickstarter game, you may not get anything. You are donating this money to the development but you might not get anything and that's just hey like you take a chance on it this was different because i was promised content in game for you know contributing to their i guess ongoing development and so since i haven't gotten any kind of delivery on that you know i feel like that is a wrong situation it's not like i took a chance in helping them with development i wouldn't get anything returned i was actually specifically outlined that i'd get certain things at a certain time so you know it is different than, than a kickstarter or something like that well, kind of like a fig. It's a fig thing. And what's funny is That's like a couple more fucking Kickstarters have actually failed recently. Like, I think uh, as of right now, um, just recently there was it was it was like a a mansion simulator or something of that nature. I'm trying to remember which one it was, but that one everyone just went dark. Uh, and then they eventually came out and straight up said like, yeah, hey, uh, we ran out of money and well, we don't really know what to do. So 
Uh, but what was really, what was something that was strange too, that I've noticed, and I don't know why we didn't talk about this, uh, prior, but did you guys hear about like the U S federal trade commission forcing one Kickstarter to fucking refund everybody back? Uh, and that was, uh, actually it wasn't even a uh, video game. It was a board game. Ooh, I don't yeah. know. Was it federal? I thought it was just like a, uh, more like a. If it was federal, I think that would probably been more of like a uh, a precedent for like other Kickstarters. I could have sworn it was just like a state thing or something, like based on the, where the developer was. Well, it's it's funny because it's getting so bad to the point. Did you guys know that there's a website now that exists called Kick Failure? I love that. Site. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh god. Isn't, that, that, isn't that the one that uh, that you know it's it's Kickstarters that got exactly zero dollars? Isn't that the one? Uh, it's the one that either, like, just a bunch of Kickstarters that just did fucking poorly. Uh, yeah, that, that makes me feel sad, though. You shouldn't have to, like, I, I would be okay if that was a site about people that, like, did Kickstarters and, like, were assholes about it. I feel bad for the people that don't, like, have their Kickstarter funded. Have you guys like, ever just, like, gone to the new there. Kickstarter section? No, um, like, I, 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 I always go, to... like, based on, like, my state to see, like, what's local and, like, what's being Kickstarted locally. And that's usually kind of sad. <laughs> Kind of yeah, I had to write a feature at one point for um, a different site about like uh, keeping like a Kickstarter list updated. So I had to scroll through all the new ones, and there's just like the two dollar pledge for mom and like the thirteen year old boy making an impassioned video about how this is his dream, and it's just so depressing to go Aww. through all of those. I feel sad. I feel like yeah, Aww, it's hilarious, but you feel so terrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, account- she just keeps <laughs> reveling in it, and like, hey, but but you, but you can't turn away from it. Um, it kind of sounds like it kind of sounds like when James did his thing that he was doing with uh, Xbox indie games and like not really going out to find out like the really good Xbox live indie games, but trying to find the really bad ones and, and just making that a whole thing. OK, so the most recent one was Medora. And that one was that was one that like was a while ago. Um, and yeah, that that game rate. Well, that campaign raised around like seventy three thousand dollars and. God, that was like back in 2011. And like, yeah, dude, that's like four fucking years later to be like, yeah, so it ain't happening. I mean, you guys kind of knew that, right? I I don't know that I, 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 I mean, and we've already gone at length to uh, talk about this before in a prior podcast, but it, it's just so funny to me that it's just getting. I don't know it. It, it, the vitriol in like really volatile rapport that's like essentially ongoing between like independent development and and it's not even independent development but anything that uh, isn't just heralded by like some sort of publisher like big time publisher front. Uh, well, I can't even say that, man. Fucking nothing's safe. Like we all we're all just angry and like Mighty Number no. Nine. I already know. That's that's gonna be a fucking disaster when that comes out. Just from what I saw of, of oh, whatever. Man. I really hope it isn't. I you know I hope it isn't either. But based off of like how rough, uh, some of the gameplay was that I saw, like, it dude like it's rough, man. Like I want to say, does anybody remember Mega Man Network Transmission for the GameCube? <laughs> I've got yeah, that game. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That. You know, Mighty Number no. 9's not too far off from that. <laughs> so does it have, like, the randomized bullshit of network transmission? It, it's just the way, like, the physics and the movement and, like, 
it, it's really well, I didn't. Bad, I didn't have much of a problem with that. I had a problem with the randomized weapons. That was fucking stupid. It, it's just really bad either way, which, again, it, it, it doesn't look good with the whole Red Ash fiasco, but yeah, so... Did, did Red Ash fail as well? No, oh, yeah. It yeah. super failed because, like, in the middle of the campaign, we're like, um, so we've got these people giving us money. Uh, we kind of knew about it, but figured we'd get um, more money. How do you guys, Come on, you guys want to give us money, right? It's pretty much uh, that. That's how that whole story went. It it was it was no bueno, really, for everyone involved. Um, but yeah. Oh, another big piece of news. I guess not huge. It again. It's more or less just confirmation of something we already knew. But uh, Sony has officially stated that they will no longer publish or develop anything first party for the Vita. The Vita is now just third party <clears throat> ground. Yep, it's um, definitely legacy. Which, yeah, dude, that's just really sad. But it, it, mm-hmm. and, and what's funny is, like, uh, the newest Persona, like, 4 game just came out. The dancing one. Yeah, I've got that. Haven't played yeah. it. Yeah. Have you guys seen their new marketing campaign they have right now in stores? I mean, I mean, Sony's putting a lot of money behind this. They're really trying to push the Vita this year for the holiday season. Um, they, they have posters. They have marketing, promotional stuff up. Just basically saying, hey, your Vita, you can remote play on PS4. You can do that. <laughs> And, and they're like, oh, okay, oh, you don't so want, you don't want to do that. Oh, okay. Though. Man, like, no, I don't know. I feel really. like they should have pushed. If if they would have pushed that better from like the get go, or done like a bundle or something, I think they both would have done a lot better. Because yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah. I use remote play for a lot of like RPGs and stuff that I play I, on my Vita, and I, like, I, I, I feel like there's a latency there that I just can't get over. Like, I just feel like it's, it looks like and plays like I'm playing like a video of the game I'm supposed to be playing remotely i don't know i just I, I can't get behind it like i really wanted to try it i was like oh cool i'll just go play destiny upstairs and my ps4 is downstairs this will be this will be awesome and i just i i can't really get into it it's just i don't know there's not many games on the vita i think that are made for that platform or even remotely like good on that platform um the only game i think that's really like worth playing is persona 4 golden i don't think you really have to play anything else just just play that so <laughs> like uh-huh. like fuck it just have it come bundled with the system call it a day like <laughs> You could sell it on just that game alone. I know I, I have my Vita still just well, because no, that. Now it's just yeah, coming out on PlayStation Vita. 4. Right? Isn't Golden just going to come out and, as a download? No. For... no. I, I doubt it. I that that was an announcement. I doubt it. I mean, it, with P5 coming out, I don't think they'd have to. I don't, yeah, I don't think so. But I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd buy it if they did put it on PS4. Fuck. I mean, I, I, I do. But yeah, I think if they did that, they would probably single-handedly kill the Vita if they did that. <laughs> that's probably why they won't. <laughs> Like that's just that's just fucking like that's that's putting old Yeller down behind the barn. That, that's, the PlayStation that's not... TV, if anything, has just been like the biggest fucking bungle, and that shit's like twenty dollars at this point. It's yeah. twenty dollars. Well, it's twenty dollars if you just get the unit. I don't know how much it is if you buy it with the controller, but <laughs> God, like I probably almost bought one. It's like I don't know when it first went on sale. I'm like, oh, I need that. And then I'm like, I barely touch my Vita. But and the problem is, it's such a fucking like hassle to like take it out of your Vita, play your TV, and then when you put it back on your Vita, you gotta do all the shit. It's just kind of a hassle. It really is. I don't know my Vita. I I will admit that my Vita has lately become my Danganronpa machine. So that's pretty much all I've been using it. For. I haven't I haven't messed with any of my portables in a while. And I just got the like. Legend of Legacy or whatever that game is, and I haven't even opened it. It's still in the packaging. Uh, <sighs> no, yeah, sure. I, I, 
that that one's a new release that yeah. um well i've heard not good things about that one yeah it's it's not what i was hoping it would be from what i played at the demo it's still not bad but i was really hoping it was like bravely default but it, it's it's not but i mean it had such a good lineup of people developing the game like i was like okay it's got the writer of chrono trigger and chrono cross like it's got to be good Eh, it's it's okay it's passable but i wouldn't say it's the best rpg to come out on the system even this year that's some honestly. john romero fucking plugging right there it's got the right <laughs> like the writer okay yeah um yeah but since we're on the topic fuck it let's uh let's go ahead and move on to what's in your console because i mean really other than that the only other news that's relevant in video games is like there's too many of them. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much which, which we, we can get into that with the, the feature topic. So I'm sure that'll come up again. Absolutely. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, Andrew. What's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, dude? How you doing? Uh, well, same old, same old, really. <laughs> ah, 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 dude. Ah, what? How'd you do that? What happened? I, I tweaked something. I tweaked it. I think I tweaked Jeez. my elbow. God, oh, now it's the wrong kind ear- of tweak. It's these earbuds I wear. Like, I think I'm going to be working out, so I want to have the right earbuds to work out and run. But I end up just tripping over them and, and hurting myself like I just did. Yeah, you're subscribing to the wrong mm. kind of tweak there, pal. I mean, mm. speaking of earbuds, tweaked audio, Jesus. Tweaked audio, dude, they're tangle-free. Tangle-free earbuds that come in seven different styles and colors, and not only that, they allow for mic'd and non-mic'd versions, so that way you can use them anytime you're, I don't know, calling for a doctor, because it sounds like you're in a lot of pain. Right now, yeah, exactly. Yeah, those, they, those cost way too much money, though. I, I don't think I could afford a pair of earbuds that don't tangle, because they all do. They well, always tangle up. <laughs> You know, dude, they are designed to sound great, and they're really cool for uh, just about anything you need them for is because they got noise-reducing design. So with all these sweet features, you'd be in luck because we currently have a code that you can use on tweakedaudio.com right now. It's PPR. You just got to type PPR, and you'll be set from there. It's easy enough. Hey, Sarah, can you help me out, man? Like, I think I really hurt something. I need some help. Can you prop me up, please? Dude, what happened? Get up, man. So you you, te- you tripped over these things? Yeah, I, more like I fell over them, I think. <laughs> Honestly, Man, I hurt myself pretty bad. Why don't you have any tweaked? I mean, they're compatible with iPods, iPhones, and Android devices, so you really have no excuse. I mean, I guess, but like you said, there's a discount code. But I mean, am I really going to save a lot, you think, with this? Because I, I sure. really can't afford... I, I, I honestly tear up all my earbuds, like, all the time. Well, 33% off with free shipping and a lifetime warranty? How could you afford not to, dude? lifetime of warranty would be amazing because I'm very, very clumsy. And also I, I live on a limited income because I buy way too many earbuds. So I need to buy <laughs> one ear, I need to buy one pair and be done. So I think this is the one I'm going to get. Man, go to www.tweakedaudio.com and get your shit sorted out. Yeah, dude. Enter in the code PPR and you can get 33% off some new earbuds. Uh, but before we do that, let's... Let's get you to the nearest emergency uh, care, yeah? Yeah, yeah, can we ice this? Thank you. Okay. What's 
all right, what's in your console? Alyssa, I, I need to I need to know about Destiny because I feel I feel like you're just gonna talk to us about Destiny. And you know what? I'm gonna I'll be I'll be right there with you. I've been playing nothing but Destiny. <laughs> so and I I spent all right. This is funny too, because you guys it, it's just a matter of time, but like I haven't even beaten the core game. I've not beaten the core game, but it'll, it'll take, take you beat, about though. three hours. It'll take you about three yeah. hours to beat the main story. It's not going to oh, take you really? long. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Man. God, yeah. That, that, was, that was the whole like controversy about the game was that people beat it like, uh, within a day of its release. And they're like, okay, now what do I do? Like That was the whole problem about year one. There just wasn't shit to do. Okay. Well, that makes me feel a little bit better. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I we'll, we'll talk about other stuff that I have that would... Uh, complicate that plan but yeah i digress talk mm-hmm. to me about taking keen guys it's all right me? you jump in i, I well, i'm interested <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm interested where are you at right now destiny wise like where's your destiny game at are you uh, rocking titan are you rocking hunter what's your light level like 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 what's the scoop wait me or him yeah yeah you first me okay uh i have a warlock and a baby titan i haven't got my titan all the way up yet and i think i'm bouncing around 295 right okay. now i've I don't know. I haven't been playing a lot of Destiny because, like, with the new raid coming out, like, my group got so, like, hardcore about it and I kind of got burnt out. So I'm taking a little bit of a breather, but I've, I've ran the raid once. I've done, like, about half of the Taken King quest so far. Mm-hmm. And I'm really liking it. It's just, like, there's so much to do versus, like, all the old expansion packs. They'd give you, like, a new raid and then you'd have, like, six missions to do and you'd be done. And you're done, and then yeah. Taking- yeah, Taken King dropped, and there's like, all right, here's all these fucking quest lines, and you can do shit for days, and I'm like, whoa, man, I'm not quite ready for that yet. It's, yeah, so, it's an undertaking for sure, especially yeah, if you try a, to get some of those, like, it is, and I think it's um, it's interesting because the quests that they, they dole out now are, like, multi-tiered, not just, like, a couple hours and you're done quests, they're... Yeah. Start this start this quest, and this will branch off into a different quest that you won't get access to for a couple of days, or you have to wait until the daily heroics out for that day, and then you can do it. Like it's it's time specific stuff that you have to do in order to get like specific weapons or do specific things in the game. And I'm I'm really liking that. Like I think it's really mm-hmm. adding more. It kills that repetitive thing that everybody hated about Destiny and, so much. Yeah, and not only that, but it gives you a reason to come back to the game. Like people that would just do all the content like in the first two weeks and then be done it gives you an incentive to come back. Like, oh, I know that, you know, Zer is going to be here this weekend. I have to get this exotic engram because I need to get my light level up or uh, this daily quest is today. And if I do it, I get the quest to get Black Spindle. Like, it gives you a reason to jump on that day specifically to get a certain quest going or get a certain item. So it's an incentive to play it and kind of keep up with it as opposed to the people that will play it for two weeks and then wait until the new expansion comes out before they do anything else. Yeah. Um, which, which I really appreciate. For me personally, the game, I don't know. I don't know if you guys are all big on MMOs. I know, you know, George, of course, has played 11. Sayers played 11 and 14. And, um, you know, I, I don't know, Alyssa, if you've played a lot of MMOs uh, in your past. But, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Have you played not, anything like, like really hardcore MMOs? Not really. I played Final mm-hmm. Fantasy 11 when I was, like, way too young to be playing MMOs at all. And I tried WoW, but, like, I've never been able to get into MMOs, really, which is and, and kind of weird that I like Destiny. Yeah, well, that's the same thing with me. Like, I've always played MMOs, but never got that hook. There's always been an MMO for a lot of people I know that play them hardcore, like WoW or, you know, even Final Fantasy, where they at one point they're just hooked and they play it on almost a daily basis. They've done everything in-game they can. They've repeated different raids. For me, I never got that out of an MMO. And then something recently happened with Destiny. It just kind of clicked. 
Like at, at some point I just, I got that bug where like I wanted to play every day because I knew I'd have a chance to get an item that I needed or wanted, or just for the simple fact that I was playing with friends that were playing on a regular basis, like something just kind of grabbed me in the last couple of weeks. And like, that's all I think about now. It's honestly like the only game I'll really play on a regular basis other than if I'm, you know, playing something for the site or, um, you know, something new comes out, I want to check it out. But yeah, Destiny's like a daily thing for me now, which is kind of crazy to say because I don't think I've ever been that way with the game before. It, it's kind of crazy, but um, yeah, kudos to Bungie. I think they took a lot of the criticism from year one and just totally reinvented what that game is. And and it's I think it's much better for it. So yeah, anyone that's kind of burnt out on Destiny from year one, I think they'd be really pleasantly surprised about what they got with year two. Um, I'll have to I, check I, it out. I, it, dude, it, it's really good. Like, it's really gotten, like, to, like, I'm at the point now where you would never see me at, like, max level on anything. Like, a video game, an MMO, like, I've never really hit that level of where I'm, like, maxed out. Um, I hit 300 last night on Destiny, and I'm trying to get 310 so I can do the hard raid. And I've done that raid a couple of times now, and it's it's kind of insane, like, the, the group mentality that you have to go into a raid with. Like, you have to have a group of people that you know are going to be, like, really understanding and kind of helping you out. Like the best thing I can possibly say about destiny as a game is that the community is not a bunch of assholes. Like you see on COD or other games, almost everyone that I've ever talked to about destiny has always been, Hey, do you need help with this? Or do you want to run the raid? I can run you through it. Or do you want to do some strikes? I can help you out with that. Like they are always people that are playing online. that are not assholes. Like they honestly want you to be successful. They want you to be good at the game because then that means they'll have more people to help with them when they want to do certain events or certain raids. And I just don't think you see that. And I think it's one of the one things they don't really talk about in Destiny, how the community is actually kind of decent. <laughs> They're not a bunch of assholes, and it's kind of surprising. It's kind of refreshing. Um, but yeah, I that game I got super into in the last couple of weeks. So I'm glad that you brought it up, because that's like honestly probably the only thing I was going to be able to talk about. But I And it's funny, too, because it's also kind of set a precedent uh, for like what can be uh, done as far as light MMO elements because I feel like a lot of games that I've played has multiplayer that's that's basically put in a large uh, open world or, or lobby-esque world where you can meet up with other players to do stuff with them uh, very similarly to uh, Destiny uh, the most the poorest example which I'll get into uh, in a moment is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 even their fucking like <laughs> Like, let's just shove everybody in a room and hope somebody does something together uh, without remembering the fact that, like, you know, doing something together is actually the benefit and the payoff. But yeah, absolutely. Even if you don't succeed or you guys like like kind of like, you know, screw the pooch, like it's still enjoyable to play through. And if you kind of fuck up and you got to restart, like it's not the end of the world. Like you'll just do it again. You'll try it until it gets done. Um, But no one's ever really been an asshole to me. Anytime I played that game, they've all been either just not. Like, the only problem with it is if you're not in a party, like I play on PS4, if you're not in a party, the the, the fire team chat, I think, is kind of still terrible in the game. Like, it's really hard not to know how to talk to, to people. Be, it, but yeah, yeah. It, but I still don't really get how to talk to people in that, you know? Like, it's just not really, yeah. like, super well communicated on how to do it, unless you're actually partying on, like, PSN or Xbox. But it's, uh, you kind of don't need it. As long as everyone's shooting and doing the objective and they know what they're supposed to do, it's like, it's you, you can run through a lot of this stuff pretty flawlessly. Um, so even, even I've run through the raid a couple of times now and, and we've gotten through it first try and I didn't even know what the hell I was supposed to do the first time we did it. It was just, they would be cool enough with either coordinating and helping me do what I was supposed to do, or they would help me and grab like an objective that I didn't know how to do yet. Like they'll, they'll jump in and help out. So, so here's, here's my concern 
because uh-huh. you guys already you're you're in you're in fucking deep. Like you guys yeah, have been bitten sure. and, mm-hmm. and thrown into the depths. Are you guys currently enjoying an end game now, or at this point, are you guys currently within the a rinsing and repeat motion to where you're just logging on because it, it's become routine? So I'll kind of say that I, I may not have been playing as much as you have, um, Alyssa. Uh, not until recently, maybe. It sounds like maybe you kind of like had to take a break a little bit, probably because of other stuff. Um, I've been playing pretty, pretty average, like on, on on almost a daily basis or every couple of days I'll play. Uh, it's not because of like the repetition of it. It's because that Bungie did something kind of cool and they kind of threw Easter eggs back into their game to where you want to go on and play because there's specific things you can do that they don't really. It's not. It's not like directly communicated. They don't actually come out and say, "Hey, today here's the quest. Like, come check it out, and this is what you can do." It's kind of just the word of mouth situation where people say, "Hey, do you know about this? Or did you see this? Did you know this was hidden here? Did you know this quest was over here?" And it gives you a reason like for, to jump on. For every uh, like daily mission that rotates in, if you go on like the Destiny subreddit or like the Raid Secret subreddit, there's always like a thread pinned to the top about like people. We'll just speculating, okay, what can we find hidden here? What do you think the secret yeah. is for this day? Yeah, yeah. if you run the raid, they've already found, like, two different secret rooms. I mean, they're just, like, chests that get you, like, you know, molten shards or whatever. But it's still something you didn't know about. It's just kind of, like, weird little nooks and crannies of the level that you'll find. And that's cool to me. I think it's awesome to kind of explore the stuff and find out about it just simply from, you know, just people talking about it. It's that water cooler discussion of, hey, did you do this last night or did you get this weapon? And, uh... Right now, my main objective is to try to get my light level high enough to do the hard raid. And then that in itself will pose a lot of challenges and a lot of probably frustration. But it's because you always have something to like want to advance. You want to advance your light level. You want to advance your crucible ranking. Like there's reasons to do stuff in that game now. And it doesn't feel like you're burnt out or you're doing, you know, the same thing day in, day out. Like there's always something different to try to work towards. And I think as soon as that does get a little you know, repetitive and you get a little complacent with the game, then they'll probably start hitting you with extra content. So, um, and you can yes. do the thriller dance. Like, fuck it. If you can do the thriller <laughs> dance, I'll play it every single day. Why not? And that boo animation, like, uh, no, but they've, uh, I don't feel like there's really an end game with destiny, which is really good right now with this expansion pack. Cause when, uh, house of wolves came out, they had the prison of elders and that was like their end game activity. And like when yep. you completed that, you just hit like a rotating wall that you just sat and did the same thing, same thing. But mm-hmm. like they've talked about how um, with the mi- micro microtransactions they yes. <laughs> added in recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, no way, I'm not embarrassing myself like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with adding those, and they're saying they're going to use the funding to um, like uh, pay for like future timed content they're doing. So it's not going to be so many expansion packs as yeah. just like releasing a steady flow of new things into the game. So you don't have to like wait for an end game and just sit there and wait. And that's like, yeah, like you were saying, that's something really cool that they're doing right now. Mm-hmm. That's helping fight the burnout. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like, you know, they give you a reason to like, I'm not a multiplayer guy at all. Like I hate playing multiplayer games really. Um, unless I'm playing with friends. And I feel like that's what Crucible is now. Like, I don't really like playing against other people, but if I'm with a group of friends, I'm playing Crucible. You're earning stuff in Crucible. You're doing, you know, Iron Banner. Uh, Trials of Osiris is coming up real soon. And just like that, that, that game gives me reasons to play multiplayer that I would never have any intentions or real any kind of interest in doing before because I know it'll help me in the content that I'm actually looking to play. Like, it, it's a reason. It gives you a reason to play that stuff. Like, it, it works so well together, um, how everything's kind of placed and how things are put together 
Um, I just think it's a it's a complete 180 from what they were doing for year one. Um, it's just really exciting that they finally got to that place because this is what the game should have been last year. I, I really do feel that way. Yeah. I feel like they just didn't know what kind of community they had until they had a chance to get out there. So I'm so sick of everybody being like, oh my god, Destiny's finally out of beta. It's like, no, shut the fuck up. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I had a lot of fun with it year one, but oh my god. Same here. I, I didn't mind it. You know, I wasn't like that hardcore guy at the time, though. I Maybe given if I played it the way I play it now when it was out in year one, I could see maybe their frustration, but I would never say it was in beta. That game was yeah. what was rich in content, but it just maybe lacked a lot of the execution that was needed. And I feel like they're there now. They, they've done smart decisions and they've done right by the community. They've listened to their feedback and their concerns, like kind of exactly the opposite of what we've been talking about with payday. Like they listen to the community. They take the community's advice into consideration. They kind of make it the game they want it to be. Um, and it's been pretty successful. I mean, fuck, I think I have like 23 people, 25 people on my friends list at any given time playing Destiny. That's like just all they're on, like on a daily basis. And what's funny, too, is I don't hear that it's in beta. I just hear from what you guys basically discussed, a lot of the issue that I've always uh, seen being uh, thrown in Destiny's direction is the just the actual content itself just feeling very arbitrary just very filler by the by the numbers by the motions mm-hmm. uh just basically something that would tide you over until something like the taken king came into uh, came to be and even then there were um, something wolves uh, i know there was like other yeah uh, there's house of wolves and there was dark below those were the two uh, like packs that came out with in between the game and the uh taken king stuff and even and I, I just heard nothing but disappointment that it was just essentially like repackaged uh, filler nonsense that really didn't justify like holding on to the game. So I I'm, I don't know. I am intrigued. I don't, I don't know. I'm intrigued to get into it. It just I don't know. Uh, there there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff vying for my attention. We're actually we're going to be doing a or I'm going to be doing a late to the party feature. Uh, Essentially, I never really played it. Now I played like Fallout New Vegas a lot, fucking, and, and and I hated it. By the way, is poop from a butt. Uh, but never played Fallout Three. Uh, always had it, never really played it, and I figured that I'd give it some love before uh, Fallout Four's release just to see mm. uh, what I'd be getting myself into. So there's there's that coming up. But yeah, there's. <sighs> nope, you're not reviewing Fallout Four, are you? Like, don't do it. I don't. I don't know. Don't do it. Don't I'm do not, it to yourself, man. Please don't. I'm really <laughs> just not down for it, to be honest. I'm really, wor- I'm, I'm really worried about you, George. Please don't review Fallout 4. <laughs> <laughs> we might not ever see you again. Uh, um, but yeah, Destiny, as far as the accessibility, I think it's finally just hit a point. It's just the thing is, is that I feel like, like this holiday, for example, with the Taken King, between like, Halo 5 coming out, and then, yeah, we've got Fallout 4. And you, you know what's funny? And I think is definitely also... I think may have definitely reached a peaking point uh, from Advanced Warfare that, that it hasn't really been able to recover from is fucking uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 3. I have noticed absolutely, like, no real excitement or anticipation for that game. And mm. I don't know. It, I'm going to be... I'm actually very interested to see how it performs this holiday. I, I think a lot of stuff you're seeing this year, especially with like the launch of like Assassin's Creed, Halo just came out. Um, and then, yeah, with Call of Duty, it's just I think it's it's fatigue 
Um, yeah, I you think, know, I, I, was, I, I think it's just a lot of people just like, eh, it's it's. But you know, the crazy thing about it is, is Halo's multiplayer apparently is the best it's ever been from a lot of the reviews and a lot of the previews I've been hearing about. Uh, Assassin's Creed did really good this year, like really was a decent entry in the series. But they've gotten to the point where it's been a thing every year for the last few years that people are just kind of like, okay. But I just, I, I, I'm kind of done with that for now. It's like it's, com- complete brand fatigue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's the hardcore. They'll still play it. And maybe the people that will be like, well, maybe I'll go pick it up now because, you know, it sounds like it might be actually pretty good. But I just think overall, you know, compared to what we saw with like more on Modern Warfare 2, like when that game came out, like what, 2009, 2008, something it's like that? 2000. Yeah. Oh fuck! No, no, it was 2009. Yeah, I don't think yeah. it was that far back. Yeah, man, Modern Warfare Three was like 2010 or 11. 11. Yeah. 11. yeah. Um, and just I feel like it's not going to be at that level really ever again because Mm-mm, there are no. there are more things on the market now too. There, there's more choice. There's more vi- like variety of shooter. Um, I mean, obviously Battlefront's coming out. Destiny's already out. There, there's just I think there's a lot of other things than just Call of Duty. So, yeah, I think the hardcore will be there, and I think maybe the casually interested people will play it, but it won't be at the levels that it used to be. But Which is kind of a shame, because Treyarch is kind of known for making solid Call of Duty games. They don't have the track record of, like, you know, when Infinity Ward's done recently, and kind of like the, you know, Sledgehammer just making games and, like, just being kind of the new developer, like, not knowing what their potential is yet. Like, Treyarch's the only one that's kind of, like, a solid developer of Call of Duty games, and yeah, I just don't think the interest is really there like it used to be. Well, I mean, it, it'll definitely be interesting the spot in in the coming month, but yeah. I, it it definitely I, I don't know. I feel like Activision definitely has its hands full because it's between everything that's kind of just unloaded for the holiday. I feel like not a lot just of stuff try, is trying sticking to get to the stuff wall. out. Yeah, just trying to get it out before the end of the year. Like, we need to get these out before our quarter four. <laughs> like, dude, yeah. get the that's stuff out. Pretty, that, I don't know, that's just the vibe that I've been getting. But, Alyssa, other than Destiny, has there been anything else that you're... I've, yeah, actually, for the first time I can say that. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> no, I've been playing Destiny, like, for so long. I haven't played other games recently. But, uh, like, the last month or two, I've been branching out and trying to rediscover other video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got a code for what is it? Telltale, um, the the Borderlands one, the Tales from the Borderlands. Yep, yep. And got that too, I, yeah, I'm in like season or episode two now. I think episode three maybe. Mm-hmm. And like I didn't really beat Borderlands two. I haven't played the pre sequel. I didn't think there was a lot of like lore I cared about in that. Uh, but I'm actually really enjoying it so far. Is it um, really just another Telltale game with a different property inserted, or is it like actually like a, a different experience because it is based on Borderlands? I, would I love say the it, I love I love the Telltale games. Don't get me wrong. I just feel like yeah. the formula is always kind of the same. It's just maybe like the properties you actually are really interested in seeing portrayed that way. And I just don't see how it would be very well done with Borderlands. Yeah, I don't no, I didn't very well done think with that either. Yeah, fuck that. Minecraft I was going to say like Minecraft. Mm. I don't the the Borderlands one they do a really good job of putting it in the world though I think like you still have like the fucking like mash queue to do whatever telltale bullshit but um you play as like two different characters um and each one like the female character she like you collect money and you can use money to like buy shit in the game and like influence people and stuff and the male character has like the uh, cybernetic implant eye thing that lets you see additional information and like hack consoles remotely and stuff like that. So you still got your boring ass telltale, like choose a thing, walk forward, hit Q, 
um, gameplay mechanics going on, but you have like an extra depth for Borderlands. I guess they make it feel very Borderlandsy. It feels different in a way that like The Walking Dead and uh, Wolf Among Us and uh, Game of Thrones didn't have. So it's definitely like I'm enjoying it a lot more than I thought I would. I, hmm. If anything, and I've been hearing a lot of good stuff about it. Another one that also kind of went the wayside was uh, Game of Thrones, which I heard really good stuff about. But mm-hmm. so far, just between we we really thought that Telltale was like just taking on so much. Yeah, and definitely Tales <laughs> from the Borderlands and Game of Thrones have both come out with some pretty. Um, I wouldn't say stellar, but positive. They, it's all received fairly positive reception. The Minecraft like episode i've been hearing mixed stuff about it but i just i feel like that's definitely that that is a targeted demographic like if you're just not in that like because you know everything kind of has its open appeal even tales of the borderlands kind of falls in that same camp however i i feel like anybody who's touched a borderlands game like me i i was considering it um but much like Alyssa, I, I have yet to finish pre-sequel and Borderlands 2, I'm near the end, but never, like, I don't know, I haven't had the drive to finish it. And I'm, I'm actually kind of curious, as Tales of the Borderlands made you think about, you know, whether or not you should go back and finish those games and, and get some additional details, or has it done the opposite and kind of, like, essentially given you a, a quick summary and hasn't really, like, motivated you, like, maybe I should go back and, you know fuck around in, in, in those little ventures because like I, you know after pre-sequel and tales of the borderlands like that that ip has been pretty silent which is weird i think i, I feel like there would be something announced for the next generation mm. yeah like, it's all about uh, that all about that battle board man <laughs> wait no i i don't there's so many fucking like games like battleborn s coming out that i mix them up sometimes yeah. and just all, all those fucking all. moba ass yeah. games yeah yeah <laughs> it's true mm-hmm Oh, so jingling sorry. keys. We got we got some some sweet key jingling there. Oh, that's my dog. Sorry, I didn't. I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah, they were I, out I, in the I, hall. I remember mentioning you had a puppy. I figured that's oh, why. Oh, Mr. Perkins. Yeah. Got two baby mm. puppies. All right. Uh, yeah, oh, but no, no I. <laughs> I'm a, I do kind of want to go back and see Borderlands now, but. I I want to go back and play pre sequel, a little bit, and if anything, especially like kind of because like. Doesn't Tales from the Borderlands also uh, touch more on, like, Handsome Jack? Yeah, yeah. I'm liking how they did that, and it's making me want to play pre-sequel, and I wasn't, like, a believer when pre-sequel came out. Yeah, so. wouldn't have been sold on it otherwise. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's okay. kind of, like, it's introducing, like, more depth, and it's bringing in characters from, like, Borderlands 2, Borderlands 1, and pre-sequel also. But, like, not just, like, dumb, like, hey, remember this guy cameos? It's, like, actually kind of delves into their character in a way that made me think of them more than I did when I was Which, just, like, playing through the I campaigns. Guess, I guess that is good because it does give you a chance to flesh out the character because the Borderlands game on its own being, like, this Diablo FPS. Yeah. Like, you, like, people aren't interested in that. They're not interested in fleshing out characters or giving you backstory. They just want you to shoot shit and get guns. But yeah. I feel like this is a good branch to, like, give you that backstory if you're in the lore. Like, you yeah. know, to be honest with you, I could see that happening with Destiny. Like, fuck the grimoire. Like, just give me a Telltale game with Destiny. Give me the backstory that oh way. Oh, my God. And I'm, I'm, no, right? I need that. <laughs> like, that, that'd be that's so funny. Every, that. The first so thing good. they hear about Destiny, like, left and right, is how awful the story is. No, well, it's no, because no, the they don't come out good. and they tell you about it. It's just not in the game. Yeah, It's all locked it's... in the grimoire. It's all in the yeah. cards. and That's bullshit. Like, you shouldn't have to sit there and read on a fucking website all the lore, because it's really good. 
Like, like there's weapons, there's things in the game that reference the lore of the universe, and it just you don't know it unless you, like, really like scrape and dig your way through all that just convoluted shit. Um, but yeah, like, it's kind of like Telltale should just be the fucking publisher that makes the games that make the stories. Like, just like, like, give them Call of Duty. Like, I, I'm telling you, I swear to God, Telltale. Like, I don't know if they could do a bad game like that if you just threw some like random af- random ass fps or like whatever game to them and said hey or do this and make a story for us like they could do I mean, it they, they made fucking minecraft into a game that do- game doesn't have a story like and, and somehow they yeah they're making it happen yeah it's yeah. crazy that's more or less uh you know that's that's I'm, the reason why i'm really just not in support of that is it feels like out of all the properties they've worked with they're mm-hmm. There hasn't been really like this drive or like this, I don't know, this, um, I guess, appreciation or fandom for the property. That is fucking them playing Telltale God. I'm like, hey, you know, maybe we could do it. That That's literally, it's it's them saying, fuck it. I mean, it, like, why not? And that, I, I just can't get behind that. That already, to me, it, it, it seems like bad news bears. To... It's just, like, the one thing about Telltale that really makes me kind of sad is, yeah, I, I get what you're saying with that. Like, I feel like maybe the ego gets a little too big for them sometimes, especially with how well they've done, like, in recent years. But I just feel bad for them because if they were to make a game based on their own intellectual property, not the IP of others, it wouldn't do well. They did, like, some weird puzzle game with, like, some guy. Like, I don't remember the name. Like, seriously, <laughs> I don't remember the name of the game because it's so like like just forgettable. It was like some kind of puzzle game with a guy like in a in like a Fargo ass like winter jacket and hat, and he's supposed to be some kind of a detective or something. But it was like a puzzle game. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. Yeah. I remember it. And it right, but I don't know what the fuck it's called. Yeah, but that's exactly. like the only game they've ever done that wasn't like an IP like based on something else. Like they even did like the you know. Uh, Poker Night, the inventory, or whatever it is, Poker Night, the inventory, or whatever and it I is. Just used properties, yeah. And just used properties from other games, and it was good. It was a weird game, but it was good because it used other, like other, you know, characters. But they never had like their own thing, like their it's own. Sounds like that band you book for your wedding to just play like covered music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't play your original shit. I want to hear your song. Play the songs <laughs> I like. Play some Eddie Money, you know. Um, well, and see, Tales from the Borderlands, depending on like. Again, they, they kind of do this, like, well, let's see what sticks. And that kind of goes into whether or not something will get a, a second season. Because so far, the only th- property that's had consistent sequels or announcements or sequels is Walking Dead. Uh, and everything else has been uh, ended, like, very, very interpretively open-ended to where you can interpret, like, a continuation. Or, like, you can also find, like, a close-ended finale in it. I mean... That's what I've noticed, at least within, like, The Wolf Among Us. And, like, I can only imagine Game of Thrones was that fair way. Um, the rumor that I heard was them doing a Firefly uh, Telltale game, which I fucking... That that just sounds like it'll print money. It's either Fire... Like, I, I heard Firefly and Doctor Who. And, I you know, I can, I can see, definitely see Doctor Who. Doctor you know Who what? I think... Uh, good, good, good call yeah. on that. <laughs> Firefly, you would be able to audibly hear the gasps of the world's collective excitement just by standing outside. Would you though? <laughs> it, I don't know. A, a million nerds. A, a million nerds. Like you could. I just it. don't think. I mean, I just don't think Firefly is that big of a thing. It's big to the people that like it. I just don't think it's that Thank big. You. It's it's universal. bigger than you think. It's bigger than you think, but not in ways that you especially notice. But I think that you would notice because it'd be all at once. 
I mean, I, I definitely think like the internet would like you know shit a brick if it actually did happen for sure. But <laughs> a I, brick I, would I, literally come out of your Ethernet port. Like. It would like it would come through the cables like these like these big fat Ethernet pipes I got going right now like just defecates. I just picture like the master internet router like that's fucking in Earth's Valhalla somewhere, just, just losing its shit. It's like passing a kidney stone. Ooh. Um, but I, I think that um, a kidney brick. Uh, shit, what was uh-huh. what was the other one you said? Uh, oh, uh, Doctor Who. Doctor Who would be amazing because they haven't made a fucking good Doctor Who game yet, like at all. No, so, like I they, think they, they, they need that. Well, the closest thing to a Doctor Who game would be Lego Dimensions, wouldn't it? But it's Lego. I mean, it's yeah. just it's Lego. It's, Which it's it's weird. I. I... So that's I kind of like, doubt you're going to be able to like you know explore the the massive universe of Doctor Who like in a Lego Dimensions game. It'll just be the Doctor, his companion, and the TARDIS, and that's it. Like that's all they'll throw in there. They well, won't no, throw you. They've like, been coming with like stuff. level sets too. I believe there is a I level. Don't, I, I, I don't and, like, know about that. When the Doctor dies, he changes into a different Doctor, which is like something. Lego. Yeah, like a Doctor. Lego. That'd be cool. No, it, that's what's ha- that's what happens. Oh, really? So do they have like like little like hair pieces you can put on so it's like tenant's hair or something well, like that? He, <laughs> he changes between like one of like the I think there's tw- what twelve or thirteen doctors now. It's thirteen uh-huh. doctors. So, yeah, so like he'll change into one of the other thirteen after he dies. And you just and you just get like a like a nice little Lego scarf you can put on the guy. Yeah. <laughs> or sweet. No, if, if you're if you're the, if you're the fourth doctor, sure. Yeah, yeah. Or sure. or bow tie. God, yeah. I love them bow ties. As, um, if you're the eleventh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay, other than other than Borderlands Tales, that hints from the Borderlands. Anything else that's uh, currently coming out of your console, Lisa? Disgaea for that review I had to, you know, way back when. Yikes! That, that, yeah, that was yeah. a monster review. I'm Yikes. still fighting with it. Yeah. Hey, uh, and it's totally understandable. It's not an easy thing to play. <laughs> it, it, if anything, it's a too. Game and- it's a testament to like you know it was weird it's, like I don't know why it got brought up from the recent like Sony event they're like hey you guys doing anything JRPG related like you know other than Final Fantasy 7 and it was just like a collective like mm. no no we're not <laughs> like oh well, gee why not I'm like what what do you think well, well I mean like there isn't anything Sony would have at least first party unless they did like a Dragoon game or something. I think the last first party JRPG they fucking did literally was G and D Arc. Oh, on PSP. Mm, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. That's, that's a good, uh, good answer. Yeah. yeah, I think that's like the last time, and then they're just like, dude, nope. Weirdly <laughs> enough, though, they're doing uh, which I'm I'm stoked for is they're uh, working on Gravity Rush two for PS4. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, looking, I'm yep. looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to people actually fucking playing that game. Yeah, that game was uh, that was fun. I don't think yeah. they will though. No, they probably won't. They no. didn't play it on Vita. They won't play it. Whatever, on Vita. man. I my it'll it be. It wasn't the... that good though. It, I liked it. It wasn't bad. It was, it was, it was Japan Studio, man. They they had some good games come out there. I, I think no one ever never made played. a bad game. Mm-hmm. Show me a bad Japan Studio game. Show it to me. Okay, didn't they just do something kind of recently that was kind of butt? N- no, they the last thing <laughs> that I know that they worked on I recently know. was fucking Bloodborne. That's a pretty fantastic adjective, by the way. Oh, but anyway, thank you. I, I'm very descriptive with my words. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Quinn to the end, Sarah, 
let's go ahead. Let's let's shift let's shift the table over in your direction. What what is the games of the consoles of the playing that you have to share with all three or the above? Playing a lot of PC games lately, thanks to this Steam controller that I picked up. Um, so, and and that is the the Steam controller. It is the Steam controller. Yes. Yeah. So I think you're. Oh, you got that early access, huh? Yeah, yeah, I pre-ordered it and nice. got, uh, got the got the early release on that. Yeah. Nice, so, nice. so how are you liking it? Because I think you're the only person that's actually gotten hands-on with it. It's it's neat. I don't it's like very... that pad. <laughs> I played that? I played it over the I played it over the summer. I cannot get used to that pad. Like the okay, the so analog supposed to be. The the D pad is weird. Yeah, I'll give oh, you that's that. Where, that's where that's where that's where the D pad is. Yeah, um, yeah. Because mm-hmm. like it's it's just one button and. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you it's just kind of, it's, it's, it's kind of it's kind of like the wheel for like old school like iPod classics. That's like the best comparison I've heard of it. So yeah, far. clicky uh, exactly. Can, yeah. yeah, you, you mm-hmm. can click it and it, like it like I said, it's just one button. But when mm-hmm. you click it, it senses where your thumb is, and that's the direction that it takes. Hmm. It's yeah. It just feels like it shouldn't work. You know, like I feel yeah. like every that controller it, just need, sounds need, like, like it's super playing itself at this point. Like what about Kinda. what what input are you putting in? <laughs> yeah, I don't it just like feels like that. I need to be like super careful with my placement is, or else I'm gonna fuck exactly. it up. Exactly. You know? Like uh, to that point, like I've been playing, I've been trying to use it for shmups because I'm sort of trying to do a feature on that, and the D pad doesn't fucking work for shmups. I I can't do I it. I can't imagine it would. Uh, no. But the good news, the good news is, is that, and this might sound sacrilegious to everyone out there that loves a good D-pad, the analog stick on this thing is fantastic. It is so good. It has just the right amount of of tension to it, right? And it allows you to really get precise with with the stick without having to, uh, to be especially careful with how much pressure you're putting into it, right? So, you know, it takes, it takes a little bit of effort to get it going. But like, uh, yeah, because of the tension within this, the the springs that they're using here, it's it's a really really good feel. Uh, and so to that end, I have been able to actually tap dodge and do all the uh, all the appropriate uh, you know uh, maneuvers within shooting games with this uh, analog stick uh, in ways that uh, that only a D pad can sort of uh, replicate, which is really nice. Um, what really got me, uh, caught me off guard was actually the uh, the right pad, which is basically just a it's a mouse pad, right? Kind of like um like a lap a, a laptop. Uh, but what's cool is that there's a tactile feature uh, feel to it, so you can feel uh you can feel it rumbling under your thumb as you're moving around. Um, but what's even more interesting is that there's also velocity. So if you're uh, if you if you f- uh, swipe your thumb across the pad, for example, right, uh, and you can actually control your your mouse cursor with this pad as well. So like it's not even just for games; you can use it to control your cursor. And the um, the right trigger is your mouse button, so you can you can actually navigate with this thing too um, on the desktop. And what's cool is that if you swipe it, your your cursor will will start off at speed, right? but it'll slow down with the appropriate deceleration. And not only do you see this happening, you feel it happen too. So the, de- the deceleration is actually a tactile sensation as it happens, which is, which is very, very cool. I didn't expect that at all. 
So really the only the only questionable response that you've gotten out of the controller is just the D-pad. Just the D-pad, yeah. Like on the bottom too, there's two additional paddles and those are mapped to other functions as well. So like, let's say for example, uh, like I, I started playing Portal 2 for the first time ever. I know, late to the party. Uh, but I, I did it using the Steam controller because it was like a pre-order bonus, which is was nifty. Um, so the mouse look with the uh, the right pad is flawless. It's so good. And then, of course, your movement is handled with the analog stick. Um, your triggers are your gun, and uh, you jump and manipulate stuff with the paddles underneath. So the, uh, the I can hear you messing with it. It, it yeah. sounds like a Fisher Price toy. Uh, well, it feels a lot better than a Fisher Price toy too. But it's it's basically the the reason you're hearing it is is because um, th- they made it so that you could hear what you're doing. Basically, like th- those are just the paddles underneath. You couldn't you couldn't hear the buttons really per se. Um, one thing that I have noticed though, is that there's no real rumble in this other than the actual motors underneath the, uh, uh, the mouse pad, which was kind of interesting, but, uh, but yeah, on the whole, pretty good controller. Uh, it works really well for just about every type of game that I've used it for. Um, one major drawback though, only double A batteries. There's no rechargeable battery to it. I'm sure like a third party like come there's there's no other like external port or anything that you can add to it and you kind of well i mean you could you could plug in a usb cable which you know that works i guess but um and and, i mean they're talk they they talk about rechargeable batteries but the thing is is that there's no room for another battery outside of the actual double a bays um so it's either double a uh batteries or double a style rechargeable batteries which i don't even know if they're going to be making ones specifically for the controller or not uh, but it's either that or bust. Hmm. If you want to go wireless, like I mean, I guess it's not a big problem. The uh, my computer is only a foot and a half away from my hands, so it's not a big deal. But uh, but that would have been nice to have like a a fully wireless controller. Oh, and um, it's not like Bluetooth or anything. It comes with a small little dongle that you plug into your computer. That's how it receives the signal. And it's Bluetooth. See. It's not know. Bluetooth. Yeah, okay. it's propri- proprietary signal. Okay, good. Yeah, because I was about to say, like, I'm not, I've never been a fan of that connection method. Although, so. I've, I mean, I've got the Nest 30, um, uh, what's it called? 8-BitDo Nest 30, and that is a Bluetooth controller. It works pretty good. Hmm. So, all right, and then as far as shoot-em-ups, man, I mean, anything else aside from shoot-em-ups or any new shoot-em-ups? I know... Mushihimi Sami Futari, or is it Futari? It's not Futari. It's uh, it's it's actually just Mushihime Sama, or mm. Bug Princess for the uninitiated. Uh, and yeah, that's coming out on the fifth of November, and I'm on the list. I'm going to review it, but we haven't gotten it yet. VIP. So right here. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. much, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, courtesy of Dejika, um, they've been really good with uh, with supplying Bullet Heaven with uh, with all of the recent games that have come out, like. Uh, like Twelve Zeal, that was a game that came out a little while ago that we got uh, we got fairly uh, early, and uh, more recently Delta Zeal was one that was released on Steam, which it was part of the Shooting Love Ten Shunen collection for Xbox 360. Uh, try buying that on eBay, and it's going to be pricey, but it's it's really good that they're releasing these on Steam for like very very affordable prices. That way, pe- more people would be able to get uh, get in on the 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 types of games that uh, Triangle Service has has been making in the past. 
And uh, so far, I mean, Dejica has really come through. But no other game, I think, has really been as fun to play as Eskatos has been on PC. Um, mm -hmm. Playing that in 1080, 1080p uh, at 60 frames a second, just like in your face, it's so good. Uh, that game is is probably the probably the best shoot 'em up that I've played this decade. Damn. Yeah. It's a pretty good endorsement. So so speaking of PC shmups and, and now you have the Steam controller and it's not great because of the D pad, what controller I mean, do you just rock the three sixty controller? Is that what people are doing nowadays? Yeah, or a lot of do, people are... do you think the elite controller, like for that price, seeing those prices, do you think that's going to be the way to go? Maybe when that hits, or you like, can for, find it. <laughs> man, two hundred bucks. That's a well. I mean, up here it's one hundred and seventy dollars plus tax. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, it's I mean, a very. I, I, I'd, I'd honestly pay the same thing for an arcade fight stick, though. So it's not true. It's not enough, but an, ar thing. an arcade mm -hmm. fight stick is amazing for shooting games, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. It's just it's um, weird how many like people are singing that controller's phrases. By the way. And they're like, they're almost like, yeah, saying, I can't you know wait. what? Get mine soon. I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, dude. So pumped. I don't know. It, it's supposed um, to be as heavy as fuck. I can't wait. Like, I've I need heavy got, ass controllers. I've already got the, the Razor Sabretooth. I've been using that for a while. Yeah, same here. Same here. I got and that one. Yeah. Like, that, that's one that I've been using a lot because, again, the deep, the, uh, while the D pad isn't fantastic for shooting games, the, mm. uh, the analog stick, once again, is a, is a very fine tuned fine-tuned input and i mean mm -hmm. with this with the saber tooth in specific you can change the sensitivity on it so if you want more or less give on it uh with more or less pressure you can do that mm -hmm. uh which which is something that i had to fine-tune for uh for another game that i'm reviewing for heypoorplayer.com mm -hmm. uh, you'll you'll excuse the plug <laughs> oh no, oh, no. we 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 love yeah. yeah we love throwing some shade to our buddies over at fucking only if, only if he, only if he lets me call him frankie i don't know if he takes if he's <laughs> I, I'm I not sure. I call him Frankie now. I don't know if he I takes. I don't, know if, I don't know if he goes by that name. But I'm gonna start. I, I, I know. I know Frank is is fair game. He's gone by Frank for a while. He goes by yeah, Frank. I've always, okay. I always call him Frank. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just because Frank. Francis just Francis I feel like yes. immediately accompanies me pushing him into the mud. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't. Francis. I can't like take him seriously when I call him Francis. All right, so find out internet. Find out if he's okay with going by Frankie. <laughs> if he's all right with it, then then it's all good. I'm sure he'll let you know eventually. I'm sure he'll come up. Yeah, yeah, sure. something, something of that variety. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. The uh, uh, other than that, like, I think the like the the one that I've really rocked for shooting games on uh, on PC has been the Hori Gempad EX. That one there has the finest D pad I think I've uh, I've ever played with on a modern system. Period. I dude, and any anything Hori is just so goddamn expensive. Too, no, like, no, no. These are only like thirty-five dollar controllers. Uh, I don't, I don't know what it is, but like, I think if anything, I mean, in the states, they're probably only like twenty-nine bucks. It's a good, it's a really good buy. What's especially like really turned me on to online, even though like you know, I online multiplayer, I'm not the biggest fan, but like the one thing that I'll give it is the fact that like. Local multiplayer just gets fucking stupid expensive. Controllers are like over fifty bucks now, man. Like I, I, I just there, I yeah. find a hard time justifying the cost of something like that just because like I I know for a fact that like the overhead and the cost of manufacturing and producing these fucking controllers is not to the point where like fifty dollars is where you are able to uh, reach that 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 point where you you are able to see a a profit. 
and like I, I feel like they can sell for lower if they needed to. I I don't know, man. Like thirty dollars, yeah, I'm all I'm all behind that. Fucking fifty dollars though, like. Uh, well, you haven't seen it up here. Dual Shock fours are seventy four ninety nine. Dude, motherfuck! That's mm-hmm. just bad. Nope. It's nope. bullshit. It's fucking bullshit, is what it is. And it's the only controller on this on the Sony platform right now. They have no third party except for fighting pads. That's it. Well, yep. no, they, I heard there's a wired. No, I I seen like a, a third party wired one. Really? I've yes. only ever seen the Hori fight pads. No, I've seen. I'm gonna find it now and I'll show note it because the, the Hori fight pads are what a hundo fifty. No, no, no! Fight pads. The fight pads are like fifty oh, bucks oh, here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fight, fight no. sticks. Yeah, fuck, dude. Fight stick. Uh, my my Hori yeah. one was like one fifty. Yeah. No, man. I saw like a third party wired one at Target. So mm. I just got. I love find that you it. call it Target. That's hilarious. Yes, you have to. It's the only way you can. <laughs> well, yeah, dude. They're French. So uh, gotta gotta do it, and like you know, uh, the, the, especially when they they had to fucking play their own little game of Hunger Games. With their uh, much more French counterpart at the time, Mervins, and then they ate it. They fucking swallowed Mervins whole, and then Tarjay mm. like lived on to like cater to every every fanciful like white woman across the land with like a purse that was just too swollen with money, or so I've been told. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, sir, um, any, anything else in that docket? Because like uh, uh, this is gonna be this is gonna be a meaty yeah. conversation. It's true. Well, I've been playing some Wii U games as well, uh, specifically Mario Maker, as you know. You uh, you featured a few of the the courses that I had made on the uh, on the on the last stream, which you know nifty. Mm-hmm. I, um, you're you're an asshole. Yeah, uh, uh, you, uh, you say that, but uh, <laughs> uh, maybe you're just not that good. Oh, ooh, ooh, throw dang. throw down. I, I beat them. What now? What see, now? I did that. I, I know, saw you flip me off too. What's up with that, dude? These <laughs> fucking cannons, dog. All right, we're gonna save Mario Maker. Like, I think that that's the collective that me and Sarah can definitely get on. Uh, what I'm actually curious to hear about, because like uh, speaking of Fisher Price toys, mm. I really want to hear Andrew talk about fucking Guitar Hero Live. Because oh, like, man. Guitar Hero Live to me, like the mo- the more I saw of it and looking at it now, I'm just like, wow, how, like that. How the fuck like that? That was just a brazen, bold move in contrast yeah. to like what Rock Band Four is doing. So no, absolutely. I I, I kind of talk about it in the review a little bit, but I do have both Rock Band Four and Guitar Hero Live right now. Um, I have Rock Band Four on Xbox One and uh, Guitar Hero on PS Four. It it's crazy to know that the landscape for those two games now is completely different than what it was five years ago where Rock Band and Guitar Hero were competing against each other, and they were pretty much the same game. Just they, they were trying to be like the dominant plastic instrument with five colored buttons on the market, you know, trying to take up the shelf space. And now they're two radically different games. Um, if you go into a store and you see them side by side, it's the same thing it was five years ago. Big, huge boxes, taking up all the space, and, you know. Um, but but when you start playing the games, they're they're completely different now. Rock Band's trying to still stay with the uh, people that played Rock Band, the party aspect, the, you know, have people over, have some drinks, play Rock Band. You know, um, they don't even have online play in Rock Band 4. There's no online multiplayer whatsoever. It's strictly just play the songs that are on here, which I hate to say it, the Rock Band 4 song list is not great. Like, the songs they actually include on on the disc are not good. Um, They really just try to make a 
it's it's basically just like a, a really like hard sell for that game because they're going off of the fact that you have Rock Band stuff already and just hoping that you'll buy it because of that. Like, please buy Rock Band 4 because you have DLC songs that you want to play on your new system or you have instruments in the closet that you want to start using again for whatever reason it may be, uh, which is nothing wrong with that. I love Rock Band. I've, I've had it. That's like, Back five years ago, Rock Band was the only game I played. I had no interest in Guitar Hero whatsoever. Um, and now Guitar Hero, Activision kind of did something smart and they just totally did something different. Um, it's made by Freestyle Games. They're the guys that did DJ Hero. And it kind of shows. I think I think it's a a very risky uh, new new type of Guitar Hero where it's um, it's so hard to explain. Like when, when you look at it on paper, it's really like it's even hard to explain. There, it's even hard to explain it when you're talking to someone. Essentially, the way the game works, there's two modes. There's Guitar Hero Live, which is like the you know full motion video. You're playing in a concert, and they're reacting to how you're playing. And that's like concerts that have specific play sets that you play. And they're based on different kinds of genre. But they are just specific songs. They're not like ones that you can choose. Uh, and then there's Guitar Hero or GHTV, which is where you're playing over music videos and you have challenges and stuff like that. But at no time during the actual game modes can you play the songs that you want to play. You have to use play tokens to play the songs from the catalog. You only get one play per token. So it's not a game where you have the whole set list available to you to play at your own convenience at any time. You're playing their songs that have been curated and been picked out by them at those given times. And as you play and you advance and you get challenges, um, you you have levels that you know you level up. It's a very a competitive progression style system um, where you're earning scores and you're leveling up and you're earning like you know uh, random customization stuff like. Uh, highways for the guitar and you're earning like player cards and stuff like that probably probably no one really cares about that but i mean it's kind of i kind of got a really ballsy dynamic though again like you're talking about really is you're talking about how like rock band 4 doesn't really have like the best set list and yet i mean at least you have full control over it exactly exactly yeah they played it safe i think in my opinion i think rock band played it like super safe and guitar hero live just completely like Toll ops the end of the spectrum. And when I first started hearing about Guitar Hero Live, I started hearing about how you were able to play the songs. I was pissed off. I was like, well, fuck this. It's microtransaction bullshit. You have to buy the songs that you want to play. And then come to find out you can't even buy the songs like as DLC. Like you don't buy the song for like $3. You get to play it as much as you want. You can't even do that. You can only earn play tokens and play the song one song play per token. So wait, you you can purchase a song, but you'll still never have direct control over like playing it you just have to hope that it comes along when you essentially spend a play token no 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 no. you'll you'll spend a play token and you can go through the entirety of the catalog at that time and play that song you want to play within the catalog with one play token once that's used up and the song's over you have to use another play token to play that song again if you want to so you have no way to actually buy that song. Like I can't spend three dollars and say, okay, I own the song. I can play it whenever I want. Oh, and it's basically it. Oh my god, it's like a fucking jukebox. But but yeah, that's correct. Absolutely, that, that that's actually a good way to describe it. Absolutely. But as I look more into dumb, it, though. I don't it, know. it really does. It really does. Like I I understand that. Like when you first hear about this and you see it, you're like, this is ridiculous. Like why would I ever buy this? Why would I even play this? No way. So the more time I got into the game, the more I started playing it. I realized that what they're kind of trying to do, and this isn't the first time this comparison has been made, so I'm not going to take credit for it, but I think it kind of fits it pretty appropriately. It's like Spotify, but for video games in terms of music games. It's like Spotify for Guitar Hero. It's 
if you have Spotify on your mobile device, you can play some songs, but you can't play them offline and you can't pick the song you want to play. Like you're playing stuff based on that artist. You're playing songs based on what you like, but it's playing the songs that they'll kind of like, you know, put in for you. Um, and it's randomized what you'll play. So what they're really trying to do, I think is, and it's ambitious and I think some people will hate it. I kind of like it. They're giving you songs to play that kind of broadens your horizons in terms of music genres. They have a lot of different stuff you can play from, you know, pop stuff, newer stuff, older stuff. I mean, it's kind of all over the place. But the reason why they do that is because, um, and this is something that's kind of explained on another podcast I listened to, but it makes sense. The reason why they do that is because by streaming these songs and not allowing these songs as DLC paid content, they have more of an opportunity to bring music into their game without licensing issues. Like they can, you know, it's kind of like how Spotify and, and Pandora is. You know, they offer these paid services where you can play whatever song you want whenever you want. But if you want to have the free account, you can still play those songs and they're always able to stream a lot of music that you don't have to pay for. But it's just kind of like based on like, you know, what they're playing at the time. So in order to do this, they're they're bypassing the DLC paid content and they're able to get more music people on board. They're able to get more music tracks without worrying about licensing issues. And now will this song be playable like in two years when the game's out or, or whatever the case may be. Um, and they've already come on board and said that they're going to like some songs will be on the catalog for a while and then they're going to get taken off and more songs are going to come in. Like it's going to be a rotating, it's going to be a, a rotating list of songs. So it won't be like you'll play the same 50, 60 songs over and over and over whenever they pop up. Like it's always going to be rotating music. So the I only, think, yeah, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. I, I, just, I feel like the only issue I find with that is like, mm-hmm. while that system is unique, Yes, that already to me that already dates the game. Like the game is destined now to have a shelf life to where it it will not be something that I can play in the future. I know for a fact that Activision will not support this network for for like years on years. It's something. It's very much. It feels like it's just going to be a product of its time, and it's not something that I feel would warrant the full cost. I don't know. I mean, how many games do we know of that are even supported in the last generation still? Like oh, that are, hero wise, I doubt any. I mean, yeah, I mean, songs that were on the disc and maybe some of the DLC, but that'd probably be about it. And that's the other really bad. I wouldn't say bad. That's like the other like really big risk they took. Like they basically said, OK, well, new Guitar Hero's coming out. Oh, hey, awesome. Can I use my old guitars? Nope. OK, well, all those songs I bought, can I play those? Nope. OK, can I use any of my Guitar Hero stuff? Nope. nope. That guitar is very different. It's all fucking new. Like everything from the disc to the game to the content, all new. Uh, Six buttons. It's three black, three white, top, bottom. Power chords play both. Um, And yeah, it's all radically different. So there's no way to use any kind of like old school legacy stuff on it. Whereas Rock Band, of course, you can use legacy controllers. It's the exact opposite. It's built. Exact opposite. Polar opposite. Yeah, it's insane. Um, but the only cool thing about that guitar hero that I really like is the guitar is universal. Kind of like how their other Activision properties are like with Skylanders. You have the guitar on PS4, you go to a buddy's house, they have Xbox one. It works. It's not based on the platform. It's based on just the USB dongle. And since both systems are USB, it works. Yeah. Skylanders. Mm-hmm. That's something that I also got to bring the up. Skylanders of guitars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, that's a tagline I'm going to put on the box when they quote me. Um, but yeah, it's I like it. I, I think 
for having both games, I think if you were to make a choice between one or the other, you're probably going to be it's more consumer friendly to pick Rock Band because you already have that stuff. But it doesn't it doesn't reinvent the wheel. It doesn't change anything. It's the same formula, which is fine. That's probably what you want if you're playing a music game in 2015. But I like how ambitious Guitar Hero was. and I like what they're doing. I think it is a way to expand musical horizons for someone that's maybe a little more confined to the what I like music wise. I'm not big on finding out and learning about new music. Uh, so I, I like it. I think the guitar play is really fun, especially at harder difficulties. It gets really challenging with the new buttons. Uh, okay. But I could definitely see where people would see this now and be like, this is not what I was expecting. I can I can absolutely see that. But if, if you do want to take a chance on it and, and you're kind of just looking at something new and different, I, I really liked it a lot. I think the only thing is I think their communication of how the songs were able to be played was very uh very quiet very and very taciturn and very, and very secretive almost to the point where like they didn't come right out and say a lot of this stuff you kind of had to find out by playing it and i think that's kind of a bummer because you've already bought it at that point if you're playing it or you're at a friend's or you're at you know someone's house playing it and so it's just i don't know it's it's a it's just a, not, a lot of miscommunication i think probably could have handled a little bit better but i like where they're going with it i, I really do think it's it's worth playing for sure so okay can i play the new drake song on it and can i watch him do his thing you might be able to they have skrillex <laughs> on there which i don't know how the fuck you play skrillex with a guitar but it's there so like nothing's impossible i don't think honestly in the that big game. joke is it's just fucking emily from first to last i would be okay with that man yeah or what's that one song they did not emily the uh uh notes self we could do that yeah that that would not also be Thing, but yeah, dude, if it ain't if it ain't got Drake, then it ain't that great. Ain't, yeah. Oh God. On that note. <laughs> so damn all it. Right. That's a better tagline than what I had. Yeah. Um dude, that <laughs> uh I he's the only dude. I think it's so funny that Drake is the only dude that can make you forget that Drake said YOLO. Like that that like that thing is so dead now, and I feel like like he killed it himself. Like it, I don't know, he's a fucking yeah, he's a wizard. Can we not just kind of breathe a collective sigh of relief that it is gone? Yeah, let's be real. I, mm-hmm. Hey man, I subscribe to the Yolt uh, mentality where you only live twice. I always thought that was a that was a really great outlook for it. Yeah, if you're a cat. I, I I think cats have a little bit more to play with. I don't know. My math is a little off, but <laughs> um. So, aside from or, that... Or James Bond. True. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, depends on which Bond we're talking about. But that, that, I guess that's true, yeah. I don't know. We know it's not going to be Craig soon, because he would rather put a bullet in the back of his head than do another Bond movie, which is weird, but okay. Um, it's like basically the Chris Evans of fucking James Bond movies. <laughs> um, Anything else other than Destiny and these musical, musical games? Huh, that's about it, honestly. Like, I, uh, <sighs> Destiny kind of took a hold on me. Like, I, I tried playing some, some Metal Gear, and I just got really lost in the fact that that game is, man, it's, it's so fucking, it's so goddamn weird. And, hey. like, yeah. And I, I, I like it, but it's so fucking weird, and there's so much side quests to do, I just couldn't handle it, but, like that game is, I don't know. It's just it, it's insanity. Um, but it kind of falls in the same pile that I have right now with like open world, like massive you know 
style games like Witcher and, and Metal Gear and, and stuff like that. Oh, dude, I, Witcher! I, at this point, Witcher scares me, dude. Like it's it just it's, it, it's I won't it's a, stop. It's a, it's a very daunting task to even try to play that game. Like like good fucking luck. It's just I love that game, but goddamn, it's 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 too big. Like I think games like that can be too big. I really do. I think like you get to that point where like at Skyrim levels, that's too big. Like scale it back, please. Like I think that is a thing. Um, <laughs> but no, that's about it for me. Uh, I think. The next thing on my plate is uh, some of that WWE, man. Got to get some Kevin Owens going. Uh, Kevin Owens in a video game makes me very happy, so I got to definitely start getting on that for sure. Yeah, but, but a roster of over 100, 100 wrestlers. And so, everyone everyone but Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, dude, I, I, I'm kind of curious because of like how far in development the game was during that whole thing. Oh, I'm sure it, he was in it. Yeah. Yeah, they, like, I'm, you know... Or they probably Kurt Cobained him, like at they some probably, point. They probably they probably took all of his moves and entrance stuff and just used it for the creator wrestler, and then just like scrapped the model. Is what I think they probably did. Well, mm-hmm. I feel like he owns like certain like the fucking call out to the ring. I feel like he gets. I feel like he gets like Top eight dollars right. every time sure. somebody does it. Maybe maybe it's like happy birthday. Like you just get paid every time it's mentioned. <laughs> Not, not, you know not what? Anymore. Actually, not anymore. Uh, that, not anymore. No, that changed. Yeah, it did. It sure did. It's a very specific arrangement that's protected now. Yeah, but like, was it seventy-five years? And it's like not a thing. Yeah, that some, that? it's like a lifetime plus seventy-five years. Yep, craziness. It, dude, like Fox owns The Simpsons until twenty eighty-one. Like sure. Matt Groening won't even live to see that. Oh no, not at all. We won't live to see that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, mortality. Well, yeah, that's true. Oh, God. Wow. That is weird because I just realized, like, holy shit, dude, I'd be like 94. Well, I'll be toast dead. Yeah. Okay, you know, you hey, fucking... I'm happy. Yeah. Um, Yolt, man, yolt. There we go, dude. Walt Disney can do it. Um, So, yeah, let. All right. Let me, let me just get it out of the way. I'm a big advocate of Skylanders. I love it. In fact, I love it a little too much. I've got over fucking 200 figures. It's 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 too fucking crazy. And even I I, I just knew that like man, you know I I could be cool off of Trap Team if they just kept supporting Trap Team. I would have loved it because to me mm-hmm. Trap Team is the pinnacle of that game. Um, I compare it very much to the Rocky film series. Like that, like Trap Team is Rocky Four. Like it's it doesn't get any better, it really doesn't. Superchargers is fucking Rocky Five. It's really it just shows the age of of this game, and it really like the vehicle elements are just they're really not all that intriguing. There's nothing. I mean, it makes the stages bigger, sure, but a lot of the time, it it kind of turns the whole thing into a vehicle combat game that doesn't really make me have fun with the whole like every every like previous Skylanders mechanic has been brilliant in the fact that like it it's a very small very subtle thing that they make very ingenious like tweaks with to make it like really work and with Skylander Superchargers it at times just turns it into an entirely different game that isn't that fun um and I, I don't know, man. Like, the whole thing feels really lazy. And I, another big gripe for me is it's the Skylander B team 
which I when I say it, you're like, that's not a B team, but it is the B team for Skylanders, which is Vicarious Visions or Vicarious Visions, mm-hmm. I should say. And like, you know, they did Swap Force. And I don't know the direction behind Swap Force, which is funny because Swap Force is the unfriendliest of all the games in terms of like what you need to really enjoy the content. Like that is the most gated fucking game out of all of them. Um, This one's the most consumer friendly. In fact, it's insanely consumer friendly, which I, I feel like they just almost did that just because like like at the big the big focus is multiplayer. It's multiplayer, and it's not even Skylanders. It's just fucking a lot of it's just it's racing. Mario yeah, it's Mario just Mario Kart, Kart. Yeah. multiplayer. <laughs> like, the, like the Skylanders portion of this game is actually really bare bones, which is it's really disappointing. Um, the traps are really just reserved for the Skystones like card game that's come with all of them, and they barely add like any sort of significant. Like it's almost like why why bother supporting it? It doesn't. It it does hardly anything to add to the game, but I guess I mean if you want if I want to justify that I'm able to take these things in the next game, uh, and yeah, all the support I will say, um, the portal is the fucking worst thing ever. Um, it it, it is it like if Worse you have than the Holocaust, <laughs> this portal. <laughs> no, it's just if you have other figures around the portal, it'll actually like interfere with the registry of physical Skylanders on the portal. So it just it it doesn't work ergonomically, um, the whole system of having to have the vehicles, uh. But yeah, going back to the consumer friendly uh, comment, all the content to this game can be accessed if you buy just two more figures, which oh. is something that's never been done with Skyline. Yeah, it's always been shit. like you need like at least eight figures. Yeah, that's kind of surprising actually. Yeah, it, it's, well, because none of them are treated with the elemental gates. It's just vehicle gates. But then you, you can get put the any character on any vehicle. Yes. Or is, is, okay. But then there's specific ones that like give you probably more. I would assume yes. they like match so up. Okay. You, the, that's the supercharge element. So if you use the corresponding Skylander with the corresponding mobile, uh, mm-hmm. it it is powered. It is uh, it gets a significant boost to uh, whatever strengths it has, whether it be acceleration or handling or whatnot. And it 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 just it even gives you extra shield power to your Skylander too. So for example. If you have the corresponding vehicle, your Skylander has more health. Like it's it's a neat, it's a little neat, like optional thing. But yeah, it's dude, it's just the same shit. And the, like mm-hmm. the Nintendo, the Nintendo exclusive Skylanders, they're they're way more Skylandery. And then like, it, yeah, oh yeah, the Amiibo, yeah, yeah, for sure. and like well, even the Amiibo registry is a little spotty. Um, uh, like the the twisty base is a little janky. Um, but yeah man this is like the first like i don't know i'm not gonna give it like a horrible review but this is the first skylanders and it's weird too because like if somebody was really wanting to get into it if they like say they bought a bunch of used figures i'm like which one should i play i'm like you know you can get the most out of this one because it's really easy to get into but it's not fun Mm. like not not the same way like trap team dude like trap team holy shit i got that video it looked really good looked really fun it's Mm -hmm. it and the levels are even longer in superchargers. It's it's like I, I feel like they kind of lost sight of like what to do with the Skylanders and they're just like, Well, let's just justify doing this whole different thing. Like it, it, it just made it it, it was basically like Toys of Life with, with fucking racing. It's more of a racer almost, like which is weird. Well, well I mean, it means it's the, not... the Wii and the three D S version is just 
the 3DS uh, version all this, yeah. is just racing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the 3DS it's, version is just racing, but the Wii. Skyline is supercharged as racing. The original Wii as well. Not not the Wii U version, but the oh, Wii Oh, shit. Version. They made one on yeah. the original Wii? Yeah. yeah. That's the one. Oh, they did. That's the one with the Bowser. Oh, so wait. That one's just racing? Just racing. Yikes. Yikes. Wow. I totally thought mm-hmm. it was just a port of like superchargers no. like that. Which would be like the one I bought because I wanted the Bowser Amiibo over the Donkey Kong one. <laughs> Yikes. Um, well, no, I, dude, you can just buy it on 3DS. That's the way, the way I went. I'm like, okay, it's yeah. on 3DS. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Um, and yeah, it's weird. Like, I, I feel too, like, as far as the, the little quirks and like all the personality and different attacks, um, they they aren't as uh they aren't as varied and then th- like all the cool modes like the the chaos mode and everything it it's just all racing and like the ve- here are the vehicle controls you can either do really shitty tank vehicle controls which are awful and those are the default controls or you can essentially choose like no I want to control my vehicles like I control my Skylanders just basically they'd move faster because with wheels or jets or what have you and then yeah and the water the water sections are just the most boring and the, the most difficult to deal with. The, surprisingly enough, I have a lot of fun with the, the air sections because it's just Star Fox all range mode. That's literally... It's either Star Fox or Star Fox all range mode. That's all it is. And then the fucking... It, it is... The, 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 the road sections are either shitty race section or uh, twisted metal small brawl, but shittier. So, yeah, that's Superchargers. Yeah. Uh, Mario Maker. Holy shit. Sarah. Mm-hmm. So, and recently they just came out with an update for checkpoints, which, you know, I had a discussion. Well, it's not yet. It comes out on the 4th. Oh, okay. On the 4th. Well, yeah. Okay. They came it out. Was announced, the it, it yeah. was announced though. It was announced though. I didn't, you know, and I, I haven't popped in Mario Maker to see, um, whether or not that would just, uh, just come on through. But, um, yeah, fucking, you know, even if checkpoints do become available i have a bet with somebody i bet you they still won't be used like they there'll be hell there's still gonna be tons of levels that won't have them um but they are nonetheless they are a better addition uh to what was otherwise a glaring flaw um but yeah man mario maker at this point like i i wish i got to talk about it sooner because i don't know if i'm being jaded uh, and we can only hope that like DLC and just patches will uh, improve it. But I feel like Mario Maker's peaked. Like it, like you, you once you play enough of it, you're like, eh. I'm I'm starting to feel that way too. Um, mostly because I've done like 600 levels. Uh, so it's it's kind of like uh, I filled up at the 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 buffet and now I'm full, but I'm probably gonna want more in an hour. Um, but. One of the announcements that Nintendo made today as well is that Nintendo themselves are publishing their own courses. So we're we're still going to be able to play some like, you know, legitimately the designed ones that don't rely on glitch tactics or bullshit hidden stuff. You know, what's funny is like the glitches for like the like block exploitation was like the newest level to come out. Um I actually really enjoyed that um just because uh I don't know. It changed it up. And I was, if anything, it was really nifty. The fact that you, a game that's designed around like fine tuning and crafting a designed level even had its own little glitches. And then somebody much like, you know, ROM hacks, like incorporated it as a mechanic for their levels. Like that, it was really interesting and it really messed with my head. But just the fact that like 
that game is one of the unique examples where you can take like something that wasn't meant to be there, like a bug, and turn it into something that can be fun. Um, but it's still, I don't know. I as far as like the Mario side-scrolling community and like some of the hardcore shit you can do in it, um, I really, I don't know. There are certain things that I didn't like that they took out. Like, being able to spin jump on, like, grinder blades is something that was removed from, like, the Super Mario World entity. I don't know. There are certain rules that, like, it didn't follow. Um, Yoshi doesn't really follow uh, a whole lot of the same rules as far as taking in power-ups. Like, it, it, it's weird little differences. But, yeah, I I feel like the community aspect of that, too, like, it, it, it it's pretty well done for, like, the for the limitations of, like, the Wii U's, like, online tools. Um, but yeah, I feel like that game got played so hard, so fast, like really hard, really fast to the point where like, it's been two months now, uh, give or take, and it's already peaked. So hopefully, uh, there's just some other cool patches or if anything, there, there could be other Mario like schematics that it could dive into like Mario land two or something like that. For... See, yeah, like if they had a DLC to do like, I don't know, well, it'd be a little difficult to do the Super Mario uh, Land games from the Game Boy because the physics were totally different. But if they added like Mario 2, that'd be cool. That would be cool. I, I could totally see that. I mean, I think it's just too different uh, of a well, game. Well, not necessarily. I mean, you, you look at Super Mario Advance 4 for the Game Boy Advance, and they had e-reader cards that put vegetables into Super Mario Brothers 3 levels. And it worked. It worked fine. Yeah, I like that Like a lot of people are basically preserving the e-reader levels through Mario Maker, which is also Yes, I thought too. that was a very cool touch, yeah. Have you checked out Mario Maker at all, Lisa? Yeah, I picked it up, uh, I want to say, like a couple weeks after release. And I made, like, my stupid, weird bullshit levels with invisible blocks. I'm terrible like that. And I played some really hard ones. But, like, I don't know. I haven't booted up in a while. Yeah, it, like I said, it, it's one of those, like, it, I feel like this is why it was really, um, I was really taken back when, like, we were talking about how this was, like, a full release. Because I feel like, I mean, now that I look back and as far as, like, the versatility and all the shit in it. Yeah, that that game should like it qualifies as a retail release, but I don't feel like it had the replayability. Weirdly enough, like I don't know, or maybe, yeah, it just it got hit real hard. Um, I, I don't know. I think it could have that. Like, there's just certain ways that like things are handled. Like, you ha you put it all together, but there's no like level design, I guess, in it. It's just people trying to make the hardest fucking thing they can and then make it solvable. There's no like actual fun levels if you're not down for like a challenge I think it's a big problem and I really wish that they would implement something that let you make like um like worlds all together so you'd have like a world 1-1 one, one through like a 1-4 or whatever and be able to like string a series of levels together I think what would be like, really cool is like the way like Bungie has been supporting uh, Destiny with community stuff that like Nintendo would do more community stuff I mean they update the game with patches and they and there's always communications but I feel like if they like had like for example, like a Halloween theme where people submit and upload levels through a special channel and then they yeah. get featured like stuff like that. Well, I know on Twitter, uh, Nintendo tweeted out earlier today to like Halloween theme themed levels that so they're kind of trying to do that. But they're not like because it's Nintendo, they have to do it through weird back channels because they don't actually have the proper promotion tools set in place or something like 
I don't know, like how people are having to, you make a level, you get the code, and then you take a picture of that code and then share it to wherever because there's no screenshotting and no Facebook connect on a fucking system in 2015. So, Nintendo's just messing and roundabout about, like, everything they do. Well, I don't know, but they, ever since they partnered with that, that fucking, is it Devo or Dino? Or D- uh, uh, DNA. DNA, yeah, that DNA... Along with that new system that's weird. And then, like, I guess they just announced that they're working on their first smartphone game. Uh, they're and hoping it got to delayed Pokemon until Go. next year. 2016, <laughs> March 2016. Yep. Yep. It was supposed to be announced tonight, and they're like, we're announcing that it's delayed. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nintendo. Uh, hey, you know what, though? I mean, chalk one up for another, uh, another Japanese company that does that, because I thought that was, like, Square Enix's, like, exclusive game right there. Hey, please, we're understand. Just... please understand. <laughs> Jesus. Um, uh, you, know yeah. what, uh, you know what platformer keeps me coming back, though, that was recently released? Uh, uh, Chibi Robo Ziplash. So, all right. You can talk about that. I'm surprised I didn't ask you about that earlier. I think I've heard nothing but awful things about that game. It's kind of so. weird because it's so fun. It's just it's I, I heard it's like a really lazy bionic commando. Just just give me the amiibo. I just want the amiibo. Yeah, that's pretty much yes. it. It's so like cute. this is mm-hmm. a neat it's a neat it's it's a game that comes with a $40 toy is basically the way I've been told. <laughs> yeah. Uh no no, I, I wouldn't go so far as to say that. Uh what it's yeah, you're right. There is a lot of bionic commando-ishness to it. Um but there's also like Donkey Kong Country style collecting and um, and one of the coolest things is like what you're out to do, you're, you're out to collect snacks, right? Mm-hmm. But what's neat is that they're, they're actual real world snacks. And if you satisfy certain conditions, you can get like a history of everything that you've collected. Like I learned that Pez was made in 1928. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I challenge you to find somebody who cares though. Like Pez is so, obs- oh, that's so yeah, I know, hilarious. but there's stuff like, there's stuff like Pocky. I, I found some weird Finnish candy. It's it's neat. Yeah, I, I think it's charming too. Like I, I really like the music and sound and the platforming is is right. It's it feels good. It's it's not as hard as a Bionic Commando, right? Like Bionic Commando, let's be honest, was punishing. But but this is just like a, a fun, laid back, just take your time, get through the game sort of game. There are a couple things that are a little weird, like you have to um you have to sort of uh, spin a wheel to see how many spaces you go to uh, to the next level. And you can stack the odds. Like, you can buy new tiles that will uh, say, okay, well, I'm going to move one space, so I'll just buy tiles to replace all the other numbers so I can only move one space. But, I mean, it's not... It's not that too... Uh, it's not that hard to do because you're always getting money and stuff for uh, for completing your uh, your challenges and stages. So, I don't know. It's, I find it's... Uh, I find it's a pretty good game. Well, I... I'll probably be curious if it were to drop in price, but no Nintendo first party DS title drops in price ever, so I don't know. Well, that's not true. I mean Project No no, Codename Steam went on sale for like thirteen bucks once. Fire sale. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it was a fire sale. <laughs> like fuck, we got a lot of these. We gotta get this shit out of here. So yeah. I mean that could easily be something that would happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, not with the like the chibi. Not with like, the, yeah, not with the that, amiibo included. Not yeah. with the amiibo included. That's the that's what's keeping it. Like it's almost like, hey, I know how we'll sell this. 
You know what, though? I think, honestly, the this game isn't going to have a very big run. I think there's only going to be as many as they make with the Amiibo, and that's going to be the end of it. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, absolutely. Wasn't this the big one, too, where they're like, if this game doesn't do well, we're never making another Chibi-Robo game ever Oh, my again. God. How fucking like, sad is that? Yeah. Like, that is pretty sad, again. yeah. That means that i got to get the one on GameCube to complete the set. Well, now I have to go buy it just so I don't feel bad. It's like it's like that one cartoon with the toaster, man. I feel sad. <laughs> or or the the toaster. There's toaster. like a yeah, yeah, and like the blanket. And it shit. literally has toaster in the name. How'd you forget? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. Um, you know, I have I have a couple others that I definitely want to talk about. I think what yeah, we'll do because it. we are totally, uh, just totally catching up on a lot of catch up is I think this will just be the episode we're going to call it the backlog episode and I'm fine with that I want to throw in a little disclaimer uh, in the beginning just to really do that and then we can definitely talk proper on the next episode but yeah no there's there's a few speaking of other like that kind of goes into point where I wanted to mention, and I've noticed it. This year has not been a year for the 3DS. Like, there's Xenogear, um, and even then, that was just a port. This, Xenoblade, it, you mean? Xenoblade. Sorry, I meant Xenoblade. See, and then, oh Jesus! But yeah, uh, aside from Xenoblade, and yeah, so like Codename Steam, Chibi Robo, and the one I'm going to talk about, uh, Triforce Heroes. This has been a really like lackluster year for the 3ds which is a little alarming considering you think it was because of the new hardware i think i think them introducing new hardware further confused people like just more so than it did with wii u when it came out like it just confused people on well i had to have this specific version to play this specific game now and it's i, I feel like them them implementing new hardware but not being new new hardware like not a new platform just a revision of the current platform i think i'm pretty it, it sure hurt that them. I... I think it hurt them this year I'm pretty sure I mentioned the the market fragmentation aspect of the new 3DS in a previous podcast. But, yeah. I mean, thankfully, the only game right now is Xenoblade Chronicles that requires the new 3DS to I mean, function. I mean, but, Monster Hunter, you pretty much have to either have that or a fucking Circle Pad Pro Circle to even Pad try Pro, to play. Yeah. Just to even try to play that fucking game, man. Yeah. Like, it just does not work with anything else. Mm. I, yeah, and even then, like, I don't know, I'm still not a fan of that C-Stick. Like... It's it, it it has functionality in Triforce Heroes and it's just dumb and like literally the D pad felt way more tactile and just like way more intuitive. Um, but yeah, Triforce Heroes. So let's take what Four Swords did, but not as well, and throw out a lot of bland puzzles that focus way too much on verticality, and then just fucking slam it with like a bunch of like different technical issues that really doesn't do a whole lot to like like this is the most inessential fucking tri- like Zelda game ever like i mean we're talking about like a franchise that has a fucking spin-off title called Link's Crossbow Training and i still probably had more fun with that than i did Triforce Heroes um Hyrule Warriors at this point is like the best fucking Zelda game that you can play um Next to like Darksiders. So uh I I just I'm not I'm not a fan of like it essentially eliminated everything that was enjoyable. Like it focused on one big proponent 
of Zelda, which is the puzzle solving. However, they did it with hardware that would demand a little bit more. Like, locally, okay, so I, I was able to play a couple local games, thankfully, uh, with some other uh, individuals who did also get their hands on the game. I did the download play. The download play is the fucking, it's the worst. Because uh, due to the memory that it's able to share, uh, half of the dungeons are fucking, like, half of the levels are cut out. Like, basically, there's a, a shitload of levels that cannot be played through download play. You essentially have to play the small ones. Like, all the introductory rooms, for example, are just small rooms where you do one puzzle and then you move on. And then maybe one room has two puzzles. Anything, any room that has more than two puzzles can't be really played with download play. And then all of that, the biggest thing that hurts uh, Triforce Heroes is its in inability, like, inflexibility to fucking play with two players. You have to have three players all the time. And, like, we're talking, like, if one player disconnects, like, when you're playing online, everybody gets fucking kicked out and, like, all progress is lost. And then the single-player mode's a joke. It's just basically... The, the single-player mode is, like, escort mission, the game. Um, yeah, and but, but that's the sad thing is a lot of the time playing online, unless you're playing with friends, is escort mission the game because like there are certain factors that I feel like should not have been taken into account, but they had to because everything is so focused on the fact that there needs to constantly be three players on the screen at all times. So you all share a pool of health. One dude, like if one person can literally lose health for the entire team and then kill the team. Um, yeah, um, the, the, you now you do individually have your own. It, it's built off of the Link Between Worlds uh, engine. So the magic bar is uh, what represents like item usage. Um, but yeah, it's essentially like a lot of the puzzles essentially go off of like using the 3D mechanic of measuring verticality. Like, oh, this is a two totem people uh, or two totem puzzle. or This is a three totem puzzle. That's pretty much it. There's not a whole like I found a lot of time like cool puzzles where you got to actually like break apart and like do things in different areas i didn't do like it, it never went to the point where like three players did it and i think it's because like i don't think there was a lot of accessibility for communication to kind of like curate that the, uh, the most you usually split apart is where two people are off doing one thing and then there's like an alpha like some like the leader the one that's most seasoned doing the other thing and that, that's pretty much it and there are, like, 32 levels, each with, like, four rooms. So, and, and that's it. I mean, you can go back and replay it. Uh, Single-player mode has its own challenges, uh, along with multiplayer mode, there where you can revisit and essentially accomplish challenges and get extra loot. Um, but, you know, it's the game doesn't really make it all that desirable to go out and do. And I think the only one interesting thing that I'd actually like to see return in a Zelda game, which is neat, is that you can loot like dungeons for materials to then like craft costumes through like a tailor and like wearing a different costume will give you a different buff, which is really cool uh, when you're playing certain maps, like there are costumes specifically built to give you an advantage in those maps. But again, there's 32 dungeons between eight levels like you. You can play a, a, through a lot of the game. If you if you play at it hard within the week and much like Mario Maker, it peaks and and then like I didn't think player griefing would be as bad, but it's pretty bad. Like they're just 
people who just refuse to do fucking nothing and you just desperately tap on your emote like over there or item you just stand there and then like it's like i don't know they're just people are dicks and like unless you use like some sort of backdoor system like Alyssa mentioned earlier like skype or fucking like talking on the phone it I don't know. I don't feel like it's very effective with the emotes that they have. I mean, when you do get it to work, it feels satisfying. But a lot of times it feels like a chore that you just got done. So I I, I totally wholeheartedly recommend skipping the fuck out of this game. Mm. Do you think it's going to be good when um, when they do the Hyrule Warriors one when that comes out? Or is that going to be just... Oh, I'm pretty sure that one will be good because like that won't... Hyrule Warriors is something that you can break apart in like independently do things or work together like it's much more flexible and if anything like i would be concerned with how much memory uh hyrule warriors has available to play with in terms of like you know uh enemy numbers Mm -hmm. i I don't feel like it'll have a whole lot to like work with on the on the 3ds but then again i haven't played xenoblade a whole lot to really determine the differences i just i don't know that that port just kind of came and gone like people talked about it for a couple days and then it was just gone Triforce Heroes, though, yeah, it's it's no bueno. Uh, tra- Transformers Devastation, holy shit, that that is pretty much a really, really, really like I. If you're mad that Bayonetta two was a Wii U exclusive, you you'll get your fill hmm. with Devastation, and it's done really, really well. I think it's the best Transformers game out there. Um. And and even then, there are times where it it it's a little rigid. It's it's not as fluid as um, Bayonetta, but it's not meant to be. It's meant to be a little stiff because it it, it has like shooter elements too. Like you know what it reminded me a lot of um, if Vanquish had more melee. And like for anybody who played Vanquish, if, if you yeah enjoyed, yeah You'd be okay with that, can you power slide while smoking a cigarette? Unfortunately, no. But you mm. can you can. I think that is the most emotional range I've ever heard out of Peter Cullen. And like in quite really? some time. Yeah. Interesting. Like, the story's done really like if you're a Transformers fan in any way, shape or form, like get it. And then not only that, it is, it is old school Transformers. So meaning like, like the, the really weird adulterated themes and violence of like Transformers, like the animated movie with like fucking Stan Bush's, you've got the touch. Like that kind of Transformers, that's what you're getting in Devastation. Not like this watered down fucking Hasbro shit. Like it, it is very weirdly unsettling. Like, like some of the themes that they explore later, and like you realize, like this is this is for older Transformers fans. This is not a game. Like I can see kids getting into it, but it's not, that's not the audience it really caters to. Which you know kind of works against it because they literally like they mine everything they can out of the Transformers brand. Like fucking like Grimlock is a trans like one of the selectable uh players that you can play as and he's Mm. he's weird in the fact that like he doesn't transform into a vehicle so like all the other vehicles for example operate like vehicles but because he's a fucking t-rex he just has like a different it's just a different melee option so like they, they they work around all of that but like the mini cons the insectoids the constructoids like fucking everything you can think about the like transformers wise is is put into this game and it's it is is handled very well and it plays very well i i don't i'm very surprised with like any of the lackluster scores i I was 
Yeah, I was kind of kind of worried when like High Moon wasn't doing the Transformer games anymore that we wouldn't see another game like handled with that kind of reverence for the for the actual property. Oh, it is the best. So. It, it like mm-hmm. the the previous Transformer games they pale in comparison to Devastation. That's, that's exciting news. That's good to hear. Yeah, I'm, it's all G one stuff pretty much too, right? Uh, no. See, it's, oh, it's not. Oh, it's all. It's just all. Oh, just that. Just just Transformers. Just it is everything. like Transformers from the very beginning up until mm-hmm. now. So Damn. like the Dinobots, okay. the Insectoids, the Minibot, like everything. Like I think the only thing that they left out was like the Beast Wars. <laughs> that's literally it. Maybe, and not, that's maybe because... not the worst thing. Yeah, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I always liked them. I don't know. Mm. I, I'm fucking with. Uh, now uh, the question becomes: is When is Platinum going to do the Voltron game? <laughs> fucking dude, who knows, man? Mm-hmm. Like. Especially, like, I, I don't even know, like, how they represent themselves at times. Like, um, I, you know, and I can't believe I'm forgetting his name at the moment, but one of the, one of the more brash fucking faces of Platinum, uh, who, he literally, like, makes sport of blocking people. Yeah, yeah, fucking, yeah. Uh, I know, Kamiya. Kamiya, yeah. Kamiya is, like, just been going on a tirade as of late. Like, blocking people for thinking him for working on a game that he didn't work on. Like he almost gets angry and just like, fuck you. I didn't work on that game. And then essentially like, I don't know, like platinum, if if the shit like that keeps going and just like, if they're working on little smaller niche titles like that, they're just going to get more and more obscure. I don't know. It's, it's, the whole thing is just weird. Like I, I, I've, I've seen that dude get like weirdly hostile before, but to get hostile over something like that, like that dude wasn't even like the retweet that he tweeted wasn't even like, confrontational anyway it was literally like hey dude this transformers game's awesome thank you and he's just like fuck you i didn't work on that blocked what i don't know um it, it's just dumb uh i finished life is strange i have a lot of mixed feelings about that game but ultimately it needs to be played I feel like a lot of the sensitive material that they randomly, by the way, like it, it, it's it, it's not random, but it comes out of nowhere. Like that game becomes almost an entirely different game um, in the last half of it. Like the best way I can describe that game uh, is like the first half of it is like Freaky Friday. And then the last half of it is like Requiem for a Dream. It, it it just it completely flips itself like I don't want to spoil anything specifically, but I think this is like safe to talk about. Do you guys know of any video game that uses the C bomb as far as a swear word? Mm. Nope. Not like the Strange does. Oh, well. and, 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 and my absolute favorite swear it? word though. Wait, what? It's, that is, it, that yeah. is my favorite one, but everyone gets so buttered. It really cuts. It, it really cuts through all the bullshit and just tells you exactly how you feel, good yeah. or bad. <laughs> it's but got that hard C. That hard C sound really gets it. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it's not even that it is there, but it's being used in a scenario. Didn't uh, didn't was it was it Conquer's Bad Fur Day use it? No. Oh shit, that'd be amazing if they did. Uh, I um, think if they did, they actually censored it. So did they? Uh, were they? Was it a British developer? Because then I could I could understand that. No, it's Donatod. Oh. It's the same people behind Remember Me. Huh. And they're and they're French, I believe. Well, that might be the case then, because I know in the UK that word is not nearly as bad as what it's implied here in the States. 
Yeah. Or, or I should say in North America, I should say. But I don't know. I have, I, I think as far as artistically and like the stuff that it does, um, like the, the biggest thing that it does really is it definitely does a great job of making you feel attached to certain characters or, or really doing that. And then like, I feel like it kind of had like, it's a little bit too binary with the endings and what you choose and what you get. Uh, much like the way Mass Effect 3 kind of fell under that same criticism. Uh, however, I actually, I don't know, I feel like the fiction and the presentation, as far as like what you get out of the whole thing, um, was really well done to the point where like I felt, I actually felt really good about my ending. And I've been told that I, uh, like by majority as far as like what what is considered the more popular ending or the better ending of the two i chose the one that was the least popular and i i don't know i couldn't feel differently in fact i was thinking about actually setting up a feature to defend why i i feel my ending is the better one um but it, it's definitely i don't know uh molly from egm uh we know him as sadoshi uh she actually went on to uh, really, like, I, I feel like, I don't know, Life is Strange is, is weird in that it's gotten either a lot of praise for, like, the subject matter that it covers and how it handles it, and then in the same breath, I feel like there are a lot of, like, especially, specifically, like, Polygon uh, that I know of, like, they, they really blasted, like, the last couple of games, and there there is one thing that I think it handles poorly, and I think it's the portrayal of uh, people afflicted with like a, a mental disorder uh, and the mental disorders that they do cover. Uh, but as far as like just something relatable in, in any way, shape or form, especially within like the realm of social anxiety, even even like all the supernatural like abilities of, of, of time travel and whatnot, I, I feel like on a on a on a level of the human condition, it's actually very well done like writing wise and dialogue wise and it is something that needs to be played however i feel like they're the transitioning of uh the subject matter that it trans like that it goes on to there's there's no i would say it, it's not gradual in any way it just comes out of nowhere and like i i i think just the way it covers it and the way it comes out like that game is straight up trigger warning and i know people i know sarah you hate that word but i mean Ugh. for people who have been victimized by some of the material and matter and actions and, and whatnot involved. Like it's very appropriate, especially with like how, how hard it hits the whole thing. Um, but it, I think it does it tastefully and it, it is a game that honestly should be played. It's, I don't know. I think the one thing that I did not like is that like near the end, it didn't really feel like my choices mattered uh like on a on a practical level but on a level of the the way i like i personally attached myself to the characters that like i i cared about seeing what happened that that's where i got satisfaction of like it, it, i i know that sounds a bit strange uh, no pun intended um but it is it is something that i feel does deserve to be played if there if you're going to play like any sort of like choice making game just be prepared for the chance that, and like, I think that's another thing that bugs me is, like I said, the first half is pretty tame for the most part. And then, like, that game just kicks it into a very unforgiving gear in the last half. And I'm like, you know, people who invest themselves up to this point and then, like, can't even really appreciate or, like, you know, 
more or less like experience the last half, I feel like kind of get cheated, especially if they spent like full price on the game. You know what I mean? And they, they can't even like stomach the idea of going through the last couple of episodes because they weren't really given a proper buffer to prepare them for what was up ahead. If that makes sense. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, I also played Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. Uh, mm-hmm. That review will come out. I we have a play play of it and I'm going to talk about it, but there's not much to talk about. Like Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5 is the worst fucking game of 2015. It is it is the worst. It I fucking that's so bad. I I played a little bit of it. I don't think it's as absolutely terrible as everyone's going on about it, but it's not good. I mean, I will say that it's not good. No, it's it's really bad. Like the but, nine gigabyte. But I I I, I, it. I always liked skates, so I'm not really too upset about it either way. You know. The UI is so fucked to the point where it can't even catch up with the input uh, that you register to do. Like, like retrying a mission, it'll literally have like a three to five second delay of like registering the fact that you wanted to restart or leave, and you'll like you're you'll you'll actually skate and and like do stuff before you are then like abruptly shifted to a loading screen. It's so disorienting, and I mean it with the bottom of my heart when I say this, and it's fucking true that I have never seen a game with more of an inconsistent frame rate than Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5. It drops more fucking frames than Sonic Boom. It is that bad. It is even worse when you fucking play with people to the point where it moves like a goddamn PowerPoint slideshow. It is, and, and like, I'm confident in my internet speed. I'm able to do quite a bit and like, out of like an upload and download of over 30 like megabytes by the second, it is just inexcusable. And it's constantly online, by the way, with absolutely no real purpose. Like you, you're just skating around with other people and just like the, just the process of interacting and engaging people in in a multiplayer way is, is fucking awful. There's no local multiplayer. The, like the UI, everything is so fucked about that game. And a lot of the core mechanics are fucked with. Like, the, the, the ground slam that came out of nowhere has no... Oh, hate it, that thing. It, it, yeah. it, why? Why is it there? Mm-hmm. And I think, I, you know, I don't make this point a lot. I mean, I, every now and again we do, but, like, this is a 60 fucking dollar game. Yeah. Like, it was... It, it's almost like it's the equivalent of like the way Fox released Fantastic Four. It was just thrown out there to fucking like essentially bank off of the brand name and just done so poorly. I don't know. I yeah, it in my in my humble opinion, that is the worst game to come out in 2015 like that. It will definitely get the three wheeled Mako shame for me. Like I I yeah, it's probably in the running. I'm sure of that. Absolutely. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, dude. Like. You know, when Sonic Boom does something better than you, dog, like, mm-hmm. I, it's no bueno. really, like eight frames per second is Anti-bueno. what it dropped to at one point. Eight. That's like, rough. That's not even like Super NES bad, dude. It's like Arm- Atari. No, wait, you know what? A lot of Atari games ran at 60 frames per second. That's pretty, pretty terrible. <laughs> When when you say that sentence out loud, I know it's true, but it's just funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, aside from that, like uh, the Uncharted Collection 
is incredible. Get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black, Blue Point did an incredible job. I think you'll especially see the polish when you play Drake's Fortune, the very first game. It's fuck. It's just done very, very, very well. Um, uh, I'm looking forward to the multiplayer beta as soon as like you know Sony's. Launches, a... yeah. I'm sorry. You say well, when does that launch? Have they said yet? They they announced that it's delayed. <laughs> that that's a thing now. <laughs> oh no! Great. Well, there's that. Um, and then as far as Halo Five Guardian, I haven't played enough of it to really come to a conclusion. But I don't know. I'm. I liked Halo 4. I enjoyed it. I, I still, like, it's weird. Um, To me, I think the last great Halo game was Reach. And I, weirdly enough, I feel like that's the game that no one played either. I would agree with that, actually. I liked Reach quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I, as far as, like, a lot of the multiplayer stuff that they did with Reach is, is like, up there and clear with 5. And, like, as, as far as the story... I think that's what everybody's getting up in arms about. You know, at at this point, and maybe we'll discuss it more when I when I play it more in the next show, but like with the fifth entry into something that was never meant to be continued, that was supposed to have a very final conclusion to it and in, in previously, you, you can't expect a whole lot out of the story. And apparently everybody's just like, oh, it just it's a repeat of Halo 2 uh, in terms of like, you know, the, the story design. I'm like, all right. I'm just surprised that people are angry and surprised. Like I'm surprised at the surprise, especially when you knew that there was going to be like, they announced that this was, there was going to be a new trilogy. You know that there's going to be a six. We knew that there was going to be a six before we even saw fucking screenshots of five. So I don't know the whole thing, the, the like the up in arms uh, mentality about it just kind of threw me off. But yeah, that's pretty much it. That has been, this has been a backlog episode and I'm fine with that. So fucking, I think it's time we shoot for episode end. Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's uh, let's go get mad on the internet about some stuff. That's what we've been doing for the last six years, Andrew. I know. You know. Let's do some more then. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So you just listened to the latest episode of Press Pause Radio. Uh, that would be episode ninety-seven. Damn. Yeah, we're 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 nearing there, mm-hmm. and Just uh, about. we we definitely have some more shows coming up, and we also have the Golden Zonkies. Uh, also, more YouTube content coming on the way, and Twitch streams that are planned, and we'll be doing Extra Life. We don't know what game yet, but we'll definitely and uh, we'll we'll let all of you guys know. If you haven't already reviewed us, please review us on iTunes. Uh, every review definitely counts, especially for exposure. And uh, this is also a very new development. Uh, and if for any of you Android users out there that are getting excited about it, please also uh, feel free to share uh, the same welcome praise. But we're going to be on Google Play Music's uh, podcast section that's going to come out uh, short en- uh, enough. So you also have that option of downloading it there. If not, you can definitely found it, uh, find us also on Stitcher and SoundCloud. And uh, we're currently on the waiting list for Spotify because there's that, and that, and I'm glad that Spotify is also expanding the podcast too. I don't know how, but they're doing it. Uh, mm-hmm. they, it's a completely different algorithm and a completely different uh, way of going about it. Uh, this has also been put on hold, but I'm definitely this is going to be a personal project that I am working on. Uh, at the moment is where I'm going to also put our entire backlog uh, and up to date. Uh, catalog of podcast episodes 
as uh, static uh, videos that you can pull from a playlist on our YouTube page nice. as well. So, But, you know, while people are waiting for that, I mean, you can still get on Zune. We're definitely on Zune. We got all the episodes on there. Zune is really good. Wait, what was that? I. They did. Wait, they did. Somebody, somebody. Did, will somebody tell him? I don't. I don't have. The no, no. I'm, I'm actually being told by someone in my. <laughs> I'm being told by my imaginary person in my uh, <laughs> office. What was that again? <laughs> oh, they got rid of. Oh, they got rid of that. What do you mean they got rid of it? Well, what about my Zoom player? That you mean I can't use the Zoom player that uh, the Microsoft. You know, this is funny because we were <laughs> actually on Zoom at one point. Know, like, we were downloaded pretty hard yep. on Zoom. Oh man, Microsoft knew they had to stop us before we got too powerful. Oh <laughs> god! But anyway, yeah, and you can definitely find us uh, as far as Facebook and Twitter, uh, Instagram. We uh, will be continuing our Instagram activity and showing off some cool stuff there, some snippets of our uh, play plays and other video projects. And uh, also subscribe to us on YouTube and Twitch. Again, we have a lot of content coming out there as well. A lot and like me and Alyssa, as soon as we get it taken care of, we are going to uh, definitely put together uh, a a super play of Until Dawn and do some discussion of that. We also I would like to initiate a Life is Strange Games Club, but that that's got to be put on hold because the Games Club that we will also have coming up if we can find time for it is fucking Phantom Pain. Uh, And me and Andrew will definitely get down on that. Weird ass shit. Yeah. Uh, So there's definitely that. So be prepared for that. And uh, I believe other than that, other Hollywood, uh, Hollywood, Jesus Christ, man. I'm just not on the fucking game today. Uh, Holly, Halloween. Why do I keep, like, I just kept putting an extra emphasis on, on the ha. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, Halloween games, other than Until Dawn, we've also got uh, Never Ending Nightmares. Uh, Jack Brothers, we were able to capture footage for that from the Virtual Boy. I, I feel like that's going to be a fun little fucking Halloween game to get into. Um and other stuff. Who knows? Maybe we can capture some some good old fucking Destiny Halloween fucking nonsense. Um, I'd be down for that. Fucking yeah, we totally got to get on that. And uh, just other stuff. And I believe that's all of our house cleaning at this point. So if you're not already following us at some point, oh, and we got a shitload of reviews coming out between uh, Guitar Hero Live and Triforce Heroes and Everybody's Gone to the Rapture and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 and Yoshi's Woolly World, another game that I forgot to talk about. Also, probably one of the better games of this year. It's it's, it's weird, but that, that, that again, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, Jesus, yeah, Transformers. We got a shitload of reviews coming out. Uh, some features uh trailers we got we we got some content underway but definitely get prepared for the next episode coming out soon too as well as also a games club that we'll have in the works because uh it's come to our attention that we haven't had a lot of games clubs this year this year has no, been a, not these, like we used to it's not true. like we used to mm-hmm. so and that's pretty much it any house cleaning that you want to address there well yeah man uh, plug it dude plug it let's go <laughs> well we've got uh, new episodes of bullet heaven obviously we've uh, gotten a bunch of them out since we started Series 7 a little while ago. I think it was like two months ago now that we've started it. And um, we've got one just around the corner for another PC shooting game. We have Mushihime-sama coming up soon. Uh, we'll also have our first fan-funded game uh, that we're going to be reviewing soon as well. And I believe that's going to be Caladrius on Xbox 360. Um... What else? We've got published a bunch of new music, too. If you haven't checked it out already, check out the Scramble 12 faux original soundtrack and uh, 
And I just recently, like within the last two days, released something called RPG 24, uh, the Coden Files, which is an RPG soundtrack that I compose in less than 24 hours. So uh, all super cheap, super affordable. Everything goes back into uh, production in terms of uh, of assets procured uh, for, for new episodes of Bullet Heaven and various other projects. Um, and what else? There was one more thing I wanted to m- mention. Oh, yeah. We have a Patreon. Um, you can check out the um, Studio Mudprints uh, Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash Seraxer, I believe. And uh, basically, that allows you to uh, to chip into any Bullet Heaven episode. Uh, Ten dollars or more gets you credits at the end of the show, and of course, all proceeds go directly back into production for the show. There you go. And then finally, uh, just still need to come up with a game for uh, Extra Life, but um, one that was uh, suggested earlier uh, this week was the Kaizo Mario trilogy, which you guys fucking hate me. Um, but yeah, I mean that that's in the running. I, I own them, so who knows? Uh, but we we've got plenty plenty of suggestions. Uh, but please please shoot more. We would always love to have more. But until then, I believe that's it. We're we're on the road to 100. We're on the road to Golden Zonkeys 2015. Uh, Phantom Pain Games Club and just fucking going into 2016 with some inflated expectations. Oh, and uh, and Thanksgiving. That's a thing too. Jesus, like this this fucking year, man. Anyway, while while I just bullshit about the year, uh, this has been Georgie Boy's axe, the original and, share, and toast, and uh, I don't have anything clever to say. Fuck, that sucks. Oh well, maybe next time. Wait yeah. your turn. Alyssa had something to say. <laughs> I, yeah, as always, you know, I'm very talkative. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Fuck it. We're out. <laughs>